This episode of the Esoteric Order of Roleplayers is brought to you in part by the generosity of our backers on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash esotericrp to find out how you can become a backer too. The Esoteric Order of Roleplayers present 13 Candles, a Vampire the Masquerade Duet Chronicle with Desiree Valdez and David Larkins. Here we are yet again mm. to delve into mm, this uh, story we're creating. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts, comments from last time? Anything you wanted to bring up or add? Mm, just really glad I didn't frenzy out on Consuela. Mm-hmm. Right. That, that would have been awkward. That would have been awkward. Yeah. But it, but it didn't happen. Nope. So you didn't have to worry about it. Okay. And I guess that's everything. Yeah, I ritually purified my dice after okay. their terrible performance, and they—they uh, they were doing all right in our last Thirteen Candles game. You but, did pretty damn good, yeah. But they deserted me in our last World of Darkness game, and uh, yeah. So now I've ritually purified them. Good. Yep. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see. All right. I've got them all up on tens right now. So that is that part of the ritual. Yeah, it's training your dice. It's training your dice to uh, naturally come to rest with the ten facing up. Like, that's their most comfortable position to be in. You allow the molecules to settle onto the other side of the die, and it creates a slightly weighted effect. Wouldn't it be weighted on the zero down? No, no, because you want the zero facing up. So you need the, uh, the, you need the opposite side slightly But heavier. wouldn't the molecules press down on the zeros and make it heavier? Uh, yeah, but that would keep it rolling. You want the you want the heavier side to be the opposite side from what you want. You clearly oh. never loaded dice before. I no, because <laughs> that doesn't really actually work. <laughs> and what's the point of playing a game if you're always winning? This is uh, this is science we're talking about. What? I have a feeling you just cursed the session because you said, "What's the point of playing a game if you're always winning?" So I'm stealing <laughs> myself. Because I noticed in a lot of our old sessions, mm-hmm. I, I would say something right at the top of the session, just in this offhanded way, and then it would have some sort of bitter callback at the end of the session that was completely unintentional on my part. So. <laughs> okay. Well, on that cheerful note, <laughs> let's get started, shall All we? Right. All right. So, we last left off 
where there was a knock at the door at about time, the about time antique store mm -hmm. owned by Wilma Hudson. Mm -hmm. And you had found a manuscript of some sort. And yes, you were, I yes, I had. You were holding it. You felt a feeling. Do you want to talk mm -hmm. about that? Silencing my phone here. One second. Oh, thank there you. Go. Uh, I felt a feeling. Um, possibly more than a feeling. Oh. God. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Is there anything to talk about? I'm just trying to help you uh, get grounded back where we were before. Okay, yes, because I actually listened to about two-thirds of the last episode. Oh, but you didn't listen didn't to the Didn't make it very... all the way to the end. Oh. So, help me out here. Oh, my God. Okay, well, um... <laughs> you know I was very busy today, so... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, where we were at, you were looking at the different manuscripts. One yeah. jumped out at you. Yes. And it was a... How many pages was it? I wasn't very many. It was a thin yeah. tome. Right. A bound manuscript. Bound by leather. Leather. Okay. Dark black, almost leather. And you were... Something jumped out at you. And you had a visualization that Lucille was writing something frantically. Mm hmm When you touched it. So it's in her handwriting. You haven't opened it yet. Oh. It's okay. just you're holding it. Ah. And then there was a knock at the door. Well, no. Then Wilma came up to you. And she noticed what you had picked up. And she had a hard time pulling her eyes away from it. And then when she did, she grabbed you by the shoulders and said, Who sent you here? Mm. And then there was a knock and at the door. Okay. So um yeah, I mean I, I, I have no intention to lie to her at okay. this point. But you're both looking at the but door. But we're both looking at the door. So I was about to say who sent me, but Okay, so she turns from you and she goes to the door. Okay. Opens the door. Okay. It's late at night. It's like Yeah, yeah, right. I it's remember pretty that. late. Yeah. So It's like what, two in the morning? About yeah. and the light is on in the front of the store. Yes. She opens the door and it's a police officer. Mm. And he's a little taller than her. And he looks um, white, you know, blue eyes, mm. blonde hair. Mm. He's wearing the cap and the uniform. And he says, um, good evening. Well, I should say morning. Is everything okay here? Your lights on mm. and Wilma is just standing there very still and looks at him and says everything's fine um can I make a roll to be stealthy yeah and out of sight mm -hmm. okay dex plus stealth mm -hmm. okay difficulty seven all right, Dice. Oh, God. I have purified no you. No pressure. I have purified you. <laughs> I have trained you. Did you? No, you didn't know such thing. With the purification, though, did you smudge them? I didn't smudge them. See? I only salted them. That's bad. Seven, you say? Yeah. 
two successes. Oh, all right. Off to a good start. So, what do you do? I just withdraw into the, the shelf stacks. Okay. You know, just very quietly, mm-hmm. surreptitiously. Mm-hmm. Not jumping out, you know, not being like, <laughs> you know, but just like, <laughs> just ghost back into the shadows. So, so she's standing there and you hear just kind of muffled talking and... Okay. He eventually hear, okay, well, I was just checking because it's pretty late and just want to make sure, you know, you're doing okay. Because some people, you know, like to steal from places like this. Mm. And she's just not saying anything. Okay. And says, you know, she's just looking at him. Okay. So he backs off and says, have a good morning. Leaves. So you hear the door close, and you hear her locking it. Yeah. A couple different locks. Right. She flicks off the lights in the front, and so she comes back into the darkened main area of the store, and says, "Charlotte." Okay, we'll reemerge. Okay, like a creepy little kid. Uh huh. So you're still holding that book. Still holding the book. Okay. Lucille Freeman. That's who sent me. Her brow furrows, like, what? I don't know who you're talking about. Why, why were you, who is she? She's my sire. Okay. She's a doctor. A doctor? That's strange. That's a strange profession for a... Anyway, let's go to the back. So, she's ushering you into the back, and then suddenly... In this, in the back room, which is still lit, mm. you see. You may remember the gentleman from New Hampshire, one of the, um, one of the people, one of the kindred who was in that group of three. Yes. The the man. Oh shit. Is sitting at a table, and Deacon looks startled, terrified, but he can't. He's not moving. Oh wow. And Wilma stops. And what's I mean? This she guy puts, just she she stops and like yeah. you're behind her and she puts her hand on like yeah. your like torso like at your chest Stur- sternum sternum yeah. How's this guy? I mean, he's just looking like he's just chilling there. Like, yep, yep. He's sitting at a table, cross-legged. Yeah. Silk, very, silk socks sticking out from yeah. under his pant Yeah, he's leg. wearing a suit, a uh, skinny uh-huh. black tie, uh-huh. an yeah. impeccable tailored suit. Yeah. yeah, and his... Wait, is he's... Oh, wait. He's the one who got fucked up. <laughs> he's one of them. They all did. <laughs> Where he right? kind of gave you that weird nod on my way out the door, right? He nodded at you, yes. Yeah. I don't know if it was weird, but he nodded. Okay. <sighs> so he's sitting there... And so, yeah, his hands, his his legs were crossed, but then he changes his position and he puts both of his hands on the table mm-hmm. that he's sitting at. Does he have any weird silver rings on his fingers? Sil- why? Just asking. He has one band on. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. It's not silver, it's gold. Oh, okay. Left hand? Ring finger? No. Thumb? Finger? No, it's just on his, uh, I don't know, one of his index fingers. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. There's a sapphire in it. Ooh. So he's looking up at both of you. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, so there's this, there's this awkward awkward pause. Mm-hmm. And then she Wilma trying to maintain her cool. Mm. 
You only know this just because you can tell. You, you've been around her a little bit, so you can kind of tell. Enough. And she says, You should release Deacon. He can't not breathe for an extended period of time. And then suddenly Deacon <gasps> gasps yeah. and he falls over like in his chair, uh, like his breath was being held. Yeah. And so he's just <gasps> gasping. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sorry. And he gathers up his papers and he rushes past Wilma <laughs> up, up to the stairs. Aww. <laughs> so then right. is the guy looking at me at all not yet no so he and Wilma are just kind of locking eyes mm-hmm. okay and so he's looking at her and they're looking at each other well I'm gonna aspects this shit oh okay why am I always surprised? I know, right? <laughs> oh shit! Eventually, yeah. Eventually, you'll uh, mm-hmm. you'll remember. All right. So. I need more. I need more aura colors than what's in front of me. Really? That's quite a list, you know. It's not very many. I don't know. I think that's enough to paint with all the colors of the wind. <laughs> I don't think so. That's a weird corner one there. Okay, two successes. Two successes? Mm-hmm. And that gives you, essentially, that just a color. That gives me a shade and main color. Shade and main color. So it's a light. It's pale. Pale. It's a pale green. Okay, so I know instinctually that a green is obsessed. Mm. I've seen that color before, this very evening. Where? In the movie theater, the Million Dollar Theater. With who? That little boy... He was green and dark blue. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I looked up the Million Dollar Theater. It did not become a porno palace. Thank you. Um, in the 70s, it started showing Spanish language films hmm. and became this hugely popular Spanish cool. language movie theater cool. for like 20 years. Nice. Uh, such that the lines around the block were so huge that the police would have to shut down Broadway. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Uh, it's prominently featured in Blade Runner because it's directly across the street from the Bradbury building. Uh-huh. And um, and uh, it's uh, then turned into a mega church, which oh, yeah. obviously in my mind I filed directly next to Porno Palace for desecration of classic movie theaters, but that's just me. Uh, All right. Anyway, okay. it closed in 2008. It's reopened re- again today, showing Spanish language films again. That's cool. Yeah. Nice. Good yeah. for them. Carry on. So, you detect his aura and you see this. So he's obsessed. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm not surprised. So Wilma walks toward him Okay. and says, what do you want? And he looks directly at you waiting for that mm-hmm. and then you see him his eyes rest on the manuscript the you're holding the book <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah i i clutch it a little more tightly mm-hmm. and i say i think i can tell you what he wants wilma he's come all the way to los angeles los angeles just like i have from the same place 
Where? She says. Mm-hmm. So I, I just, I'm looking at him still. Mm-hmm. Didn't take my eyes off him the whole time, <clears> you know. <throat> Why don't you tell her? So he receive his hands recede and our, he calmly folds his hands in his lap. Mm-hmm. And he's sitting in the chair looking up at Wilma and says, I can tell you that that manuscript is important to me. I'm not sure what this girl wants with it, but I would say it's of utmost importance to me and my fellow kindred. Still looking at him. Eyes narrowed a bit. So Wilma says, there's a lot of books that people want here. There's a lot of kindred who come through my store looking for items, looking for special things that are only solely important to them. What makes this book so important? And he closes his eyes and sighs as an only vampire could sigh. And <laughs> and looks back at Wilma and says, it's a matter of final death that I get this. Well. <clears throat> well, it's been lovely, and I hope to see you again soon. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what you say? No, no. And you back away slowly. You back away slowly. Well, you guys have this all in order. Uh, yeah, well, this seems to be well in hand, and I've kept you up late enough. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to step forward into the room. Okay. Still holding that book. Am I sensing any, anyone else in the area? Any other... And Perception did, plus did, awareness. Did he, did he bring his peeps along? Perception or, plus awareness. Or auspects to do a general scan. You choose what you want to do. I'm going to do auspects. Okay. And I'm going to spend a willpower. Okay. Difficult. Oh. Difficulty eight. Always. Right. Wow. Three tens. My purification ritual worked. <laughs> I did roll a one, though. So that's, uh, with the willpower spend, that's three successes total. Okay. So as you are... S- and your discretion, whether that would extend, like, out into the alleyway, yes. upstairs... Yes, whatever. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. So Wilma's still standing there staring at him, and he's looking at you, and you detect, you hear... So you remember that inside of About Time, there is um, she has these different storage areas up in the top parts of the rafters of this building. Mm. There's just like these like little catwalk areas. So you hear footfalls creaking ever so mm. slightly mm. on some wood mm. up above you. Wow, with my heightened senses. Mm-hmm. And with my area scan with... Um, or a perception. Yeah. Um, it says I decide which characteristic of auras I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, so I'm 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 looking for pale auras. 
It, okay. So are these pale auras that are there's cre- that one, are creaking? There's that be creaking? one pale aura that's creaking above you. Okay. Oh man. What? Just thinking about Max and um, and Deacon up mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they're okay. Well, this is kind of like a separate storage area from like this uh-huh. other apartment area that like yeah. looks like more of a loft. I gotcha. This is more of just like a like an extension of the store upstairs. I gotcha. So it's like a mezzanine level almost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So still just looking at him, mm-hmm. holding the book, but you know I've walked all the way up to the table edge opposite him. Yeah. And Wilma's there too, right? Yes, she's, she's standing. So I'm, I'm basically at Wilma's side. And I'm still looking at him, and I just say, I don't see why we can't share this. But I think what you need to do first is tell your compatriots to hold off, stop sneaking around like little rats in the attic. <laughs> So his his brow furrows. <laughs> and he says, I brought no one with me. It's just me. So then he looks up. Can I, can he I looks get a read up. on that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can. In the, in the uh, split second before he looks up. Wits plus empathy? Sure. Okay. Yeah, that works. Difficulty seven or six? Six. Uh, two. Okay. So... Um, it's like See, for aura or detect lies? Just just his body language. Does he look genuinely perplexed? He looks genuinely confused. Okay. And then he looks up. Okay. The second he looks up, <laughs> there is a flash oh. of somebody that jumps, that just falls down right from the ceiling. Oh. And knocks him over in the chair. And they are standing essentially like on top of him. And he is like... His he's his basically his back is to the floor. His okay. feet are up awkwardly in the chair, <laughs> and it's Mazarine. Oh shit! Who is standing there with a boot on his chest, and she's grinding it. Oh, and wait, so th- she came through the ceiling. So that is like corporally or incorporally? Like incorporally. The ceiling's intact. Mm-hmm. Wow. So she just dropped out of thin air. Uh huh. Carry on. So he's just like. Oh, again <laughs> you and he's looking up like in a choked and she looks directly at you and she says do not believe a word out of his mouth these kind are not meant to be trusted ever especially by us it's like Wilma's not even there yeah, she's yeah. just looking <laughs> she's looking directly at you uh-huh and, is. Mm-hmm. uh-huh and she says, never trust. Never trust a Tremere. I don't know what your sire taught you, but she did not equip you well for this world. <laughs> and he's just like, oh. so then suddenly, suddenly she gets, you, you, see, you see her suddenly get but pushed up against like the metal door. Okay. She just gets kind of thrown. Oh, okay. So what you can deduce by that is that he essentially got his hands on her foot and just pushed her ah. away from him. Okay. And he he jumps to his feet. Yeah. And he picks up the chair very well-manneredly, <laughs> pushes it into the table, and says, this is beyond the both of you. This goes back 
to our origins. I must have that manuscript. It is not of any use for either of you. Either of you. So, looking steadily at him, I'll say, you may not have it tonight. And I'll tell you this much more. It will no longer be here. So you are to leave Miss Hudson and her store be. And if you wish to discuss this further with me on another night, you may do so. Please present your calling card at the front door of the Pavo Dore and ask for Charlotte Winchester. So he looks a little taken aback. And Mazarin gets up and she's sort of dusting herself off. And she. <laughs> Lousy blood point spins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She strides over to you and grabs the book from your hand. Oh, uh, what? Okay, so dexterity plus. Uh, see that's gonna be strength actually strength. plus uh, strength plus alertness alertness yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. okay to be on to be on the ball mm-hmm. yeah all right <laughs> slurp 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 uh uh so let's see uh we're back in classic world of darkness here yeah shifting gears um it's good for your brain nah yeah 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 so so she should roll two and that creates a, a threshold of or that would yeah that would create the difficulty because you would you would basically count up the number of successes she rolls and then add it to a number of your like might be like um three plus the number of successes rolled okay wait, you know wait, wait, wait. Hmm. Either either that, or you could set a difficulty, and then and then whoever rolls more successes. That's what I was thinking. Okay. But I'm just looking what I would choose for that because it's like this is like to me this is like close combat. Yeah, yeah. So I'm yeah. viewing it as disarm. So like as though you would oh, want yeah. to take something out of somebody's hand. Yeah, definitely. So let me just see here. So we'll do Dex plus. In terms of determining difficulty. Uh huh. Yeah. Dex plus. I would say, yeah, it is like, uh, oh, melee. Mm. Dex plus melee. Oh, good. I'm so good at that. <laughs> <laughs> so, in terms of the difficulty you said... Oh, actually, I, I do have melee. Cause you I, do. Because yeah, my you have knife, your straight razor. My knife. So, dex plus melee, but so you're saying I would add dex plus... Well, actually, in this case, we're just rolling to see who can roll more. Right. And it says difficulty normal on my... Uh, my quick reference sheet here, which would mean difficulty six. Right. Okay. Right, let's do this. You're rolling way more than I am. <laughs> uh, oh, three successes. Okay, she only has two. Yes! <laughs> All right. The game is mine. All right. <laughs> All right, so she so she makes a grab for it. I was like, now. Yeah. You can pull it away. Yeah, I just, just kind of like twist of out of the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, if you don't mind, you can come back with me and look at it, but it's not leaving my hands. My sire wrote this book. It's the last... It is the last connection I have with her. So, Wilma puts a hand on your shoulder. Just really quick. Yeah. I managed to hold back the tears. Oh, okay. Go on. <laughs> Wilma puts a hand on your shoulder, and... She, you, she is being protective of you. You can feel that she's being protective. Okay. And says, Charlotte, do you really think it's wise for you to take this with you? 
This is the only reason I am here. So she nods. She looks at the gentleman and she says, I know you. And your coming here was really of no surprise to me based on that book. I know what that book is too. And so it's just there's this weird standoff mm. between the three of them. Yeah. And Mazarin says, as long as it stays out of his hands, I'm happy. I guarantee it. And so the gentleman steps forward, and you see him pulling a metal, a thin metal case out of his jacket pocket. Mm. It opens with a click, and there is a card. Hmm. And the card says, Dr. Samuel Siraj, mm. anthropologist. And he hands it to you. It's like an ivory card with mm. very modern lettering, mm. and it has a phone number on it. Mm. And he hands it to you. I go by Siraj. You will need me to understand this book. chess piece shifts and so she hand, so he hands you the card okay. and he walks out of the back door he leaves he pushes Mazarin out of the way <laughs> and Not very classy there Siraj well and so she just she just takes it mm-hmm. yeah she lets him do it mm-hmm. so he leaves the door slams all right well and so Mazarin's standing there staring at you like and then stares at the book. She's steely and just... Mm. She seems miles away. Okay. So, so I'll take, Wilma sighs. I'll take the card. Okay. And I let the book fall open to a random page. And I tuck the card in. Well, when you notice, when you open and the book... I was going to say, what do I see? It's totally blank. <sighs> Damn it, Lucille. She wrote it in lemon juice water <laughs> with the toothpick. I, I know the solution for this. Yes, let's just hold it over a light bulb. Uh-huh. It's totally blank. Uh, wait, wait, just one second. Wait, just one second. I see that coming. Four plus. Did not see that coming. Let's see. What is this? What is this mysterious dice roll? Okay. So when you open the book... Even though Mazarin seemed miles away in that second, a split second later, mm. she notices that and says, and she grasps, she grabs for it again. Okay. Is she grabbing for it or is she just trying to shut it in my hands? No, she's trying to grab it from you. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go again. So yeah, so that's going to be dex plus melee. Yeah. Okay. I'm spending a willpower this time. Okay. I think I got lucky last time. <laughs> All right. Uh, two total... Okay, four. I four. Didn't need that counting under your breath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Did that disturb you? Yes. So, Mazarin... So this time she grabs it. Yeah. So her hands, her hands are, are this beautiful, um, just these beautiful hands that have this, like, this, these dark red nails. They look mm. like, her nails look dyed red. Mm. They're so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and she grasps Almost like it. cedar wood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she grasps the book and she's looking at it and she starts flipping, flipping. 
so yeah i'm like hey yeah and she sees there's nothing in it yeah. and so she's holding it by one of the the covers you know <laughs> yeah, and says yeah. there's nothing in this who's she saying that to to, to you and to Wilma. Yeah. What, what is this? Is this a joke? The room at large. I can understand for, if a Tremere couldn't see what this is. But, and so you see that she's controlling herself. Mm. <sighs> she closes it, hands it back to you. Says, obviously, you have the key. Yes. Lucille said that only I would be able to read it. I assume she just meant it was written in some sort of weird cipher that maybe I'd be able to decode, but it goes beyond that, obviously. Mazarin is, again, sort of staring off, trying to make sense of what is happening, and she says, I don't have a fancy calling card, but you will see me again. And you better know how to access that book by the time I see you again. Damn, yo. And she leaves. So Luber, you aren't looking out for each other. You gotta stick together. That's what good waffles do. That's what, that's what good Salubri do. So the door slams again, and Lola just closes her eyes and shakes her head like, the hell? So she turns to you and says, are you all right? I think so. Have a seat. That's it. So she sits next to you, and she says, Look, I know Siraj. He isn't what you seem, or he isn't what you might suspect. However, your friend there, the, I don't know, assassin, has every right to be wary of him. I don't know if you know the history between the Tremere clan or the Salubri, which apparently you are. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thanks for outing me, Mazarin. <laughs> Ass. Um, I'm trying to remember back to our prelude how much Lucille told me about the Tremere. I think she told you a fair amount. A fair amount, yeah. She said that... Because it was when we went into torpor, she had to kind of explain it. Yeah, yeah. she explained that there was animosity and straight-up genocide between... Like well, if you like if you order a clan book salubri from a secondhand book dealer, they'll send you a clan book Tremere instead. They will, because they're just like fuck you, Salubri. Yeah. Trying to know more about yourself. No, F you, Tremere. Here's a, here's a Tremere That's clan right. book. That's right. Right. <laughs> All right. So the Tremere so she's she's gave she gave you like a, a general history of what happened yeah. Yeah. and the fact that um the Tremere diablerized Saulot. Um <laughs> And I'm sorry, I'm thinking about when we were describing Salad being like, totally chill, man. Hey, totally man. Cool. Hey, just do what you gotta do, okay? Yeah, yeah all just right. Just make it all happen. Right. Yeah, make it happen, man. No, he was an asshole. Yeah. I know he was an asshole. Wait. I feel it in my bones. Is that what, is that what Charlotte thinks? Well, she would never think in such vulgar terms. But, but she thinks there, he's not what he was cracked up to be. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the way Lucille talked about him? Or do you, did you come to your own conclusions based on, like, nobody can be that great? I think it was that a natural suspicion of, of interesting. Yeah, because I don't think I mean. Okay, all right. I just I've yeah I've read too. enough I've read enough mythology and fairy tales to mm. know how these things go. Mm. You know, the good guys aren't always the good guys. That's right. You saw Camelot just earlier this evening. Damn right. All right, so. Uh, so she says that's what you are. 
hey, in for a penny, in for a pound, I might as well, might as well impress her a little bit, put on a little bit of a light show, you know what I mean? So what? <laughs> Wait, what? What's going on? So I will. Um, yeah, I'm just going to, uh, um, you know, looking at her, I'll, I'll say, uh, yes, it is true. That is, that is what I am. Okay. And I hope you don't hold it against me. And as I'm saying that, I'm activating my sense vitality discipline. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, partly just to um, get a read on her, but... Okay. Mostly just to, to open up that third eye, because mm-hmm. I know by this point what that does, what that looks like. Okay. You know, like what I did with Alice earlier tonight. Right, right. You know, just trying to kind of kind of wow them, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Difficult yes, deep. It's a seven yeah. for the, for the mm-hmm. discipline. Um, so two successes. I did succeed. <laughs> yes, that is what I am. Oh, fuck. It didn't work. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. So, um, I mean, this is, you know, I can tell that she's a vampire if she is a vampire. Wilma? Yeah. She is. Yes. Okay. So that's yeah. one, that's one success. You already. Then, I thought you already. No, no. I'm not doing. I'm not necessarily doing this okay. for for the results. I'm just kind of going through what, All right. what, okay. what I get. Two successes reveal how many health levels of damage the subject has suffered. If Wilma? Yeah. None. She's yeah. She's fine. Yeah. She's sound. Yeah, that's fine. So I'm, but I am kind of seeing her. You know. Uh, on some kind of different level. Okay, you know. so you're seeing that she is actually much, much older than her. Than like if you saw like Marguerite, like mm. you've seen Marguerite, mm. the way she is. Wilma's a little further back than her. Mm. Seems older. Almost seems on par with how old Lucille is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Okay. So, how does she react to the uh, the room filling up with with blue, blue light? So she she sits back in her chair. Yeah. And her eyes widen. And she is just sort of amazed. Yeah. Good. And so, as the as the eye closes and the light fades. I will, um, you know, sort of stand up straight, mm-hmm. give her a short bow. Miss Hudson, I bid you good evening. I hope to see you again soon under more felicitous circumstances. With that, I too will head to the back door. Wait a minute. She grabs your arm before you Yeah. do that. Yeah. And she's looking at you and says... I think you are somewhat benign. However, you are not to touch a hair on Max's head. Never. He's not for your use. You do not touch him. You have my solemn vow. So she lets you go. 
cut to me failing a frenzy roll. Oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. I didn't mean to. All right, so... I ate the whole brownie mountain. Oh, God, no. So, (laughs) yes. All right, so I head out the back door. Okay, are you holding the book? I'm holding the book. Okay, Yeah. taking it with you. Taking it with me. Okay. Uh, as I'm heading to the back door, to what? Wait, towards? To, towards the back door. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna do another uh, Auspex scan mm. just to make sure uh, our our fellow. Uh, oh. Uh, remind me of his name again. Siraj. Siraj. S i r a j. If you, you want to write it down, you don't have to. No, I just wanted to make sure I was getting it right. All right. Um, make sure Siraj or no one else mm-hmm. is lurking out the back. So here we go. Um, uh, clearly, clearly it's just been too, too much of a night. I get no read. Okay. Nonetheless, I open the door. All right. And so Wilma's standing there and... Cool Los Angeles night air. Mm-hmm. Wafting over me. Mm-hmm. I give her one last little over-the-shoulder nod and mm-hmm. step out into the alleyway. Okay. So Somewhat she, apprehensively. Yeah. So she's standing <laughs> in the doorway as you are... You know, walking yeah. down the alley. Okay. And so. All right. I'm walking back to the Pablo Dore. Okay. So. It's fairly uneventful. Okay. Except, perception plus alertness. Ah, crap. Difficulty five. Oh, okay. Not too bad. Perception. Okay. Good. Mm, keep giving me these big dice pools. Aha. All right, difficulty five. Um, well, well, sir, mm. that's five successes. So as you're heading to, you're heading back up the street, the um, your house, your home, the boarding house is coming into view. There's this kind of a general like fog in the air. Mm. And you see the shape of a man standing near the house. He's not... He seems to be on the far corner of of the lot. Okay. On the sidewalk still, like near the street, mm-hmm. but kind of close to the house. Okay. The outline looks very similar to Bernard from the train. Oh. Oh. See, close enough that... I mean, I could just kind of swing around to approach him. If you want reasonably. to. Reasonably. If you want to. That's my old friend Bernard. Bernard. <laughs> you know, my whole thing was saying Los Angeles. Mm. I actually had a college professor who was, eh, you know, maybe about 60. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this was in the 90s. Yeah. So he was born like the 30s. Mm-hmm. And as far as I know, California, if not Los Angeles native, said Los Angeles. So crazy. Yeah. I'm like, boy, you really committed to that, didn't you? You're still, still just going with that Los Angeles thing. Yep. <laughs> it's crazy. Anyway, um, it's my old friend Bernard. So yeah, I'll. Uh, well, shit, I've got the book in my hand. I don't know how reckless I'm feeling right now. Um, I. I'm torn, so I'll stop. I'll just stop, and I'm kind of looking okay. at the person. 
So he seems to notice this from afar. Mm-hmm. And he walks off in the opposite direction. Okay. It's for the, it's for the best. I'll continue up. Okay. So you get to the, the house. Mm-hmm. It's like 3 a.m. or 3.30 by this point. So mm-hmm. you're going to sneak back in? Sneaking in. So stealth? Stealthing it up. Uh-huh. Dex plus stealth, right? Yes. All right. And another point of willpower, I think. <laughs> okay. And difficulty of... Seven. Okay, so that's two successes total. Okay, so you manage to scoot back into the house mm-hmm. and slowly make your way up the stairs so as not to wake wake anyone up. Mm-hmm. And you are back into your room. Open the door quietly and head back into your your bedroom. It's pitch dark yes. and Emma's sleeping. Right, right. Okay. Well, um, I think I'll just head over to the writing desk. Mm. Click on the little desk lamp. Did you? What's your letter? You had you delivered a letter to Max. I did. What did the letter say? Didn't I outline that last time? Nope. You said I don't know. <laughs> no, but I kind of. I kind of no. said what was the no, not at all. content of it. Nope. Look over there. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I mean... I thought I did. I don't think you did. No? It's not fresh in my mind. Oh, shoot. Hmm. You should know what you wrote, though. Yeah, I should know what I wrote. Um, was it like... I don't know. I seriously do not oh, think you God. detailed it at all. Yeah. Here's where we pause the session to go back and re-listen to that part of the last session. <laughs> Is it critical that I know right now? No, but I'm just curious. Like, okay. it kind of helps me to know, like, okay, where you're going with this. I don't know why you wrote him. Right, right. Well, let me just wrap this up, and okay. then we can we can tackle that. All right. So I, ha- I I sit down at the writing desk, click on the little desk lamp, mm-hmm. put the book on the desk. Yeah. Start paging through it. There's nothing. Blank. I'm running blank. my fingers over it. Don't feel any impressions. Holding it up to the light. Nothing. Oh, Lucille. What did you do? So I'll close the book again. Mm-hmm. And, um... I think because I'm missing Lucille so much, I'm just going to... I'm going to walk over to my window box, Mm -hmm. open it, put the book inside, Mm -hmm. close it, go over to Emma's bed, Mm -hmm. clamber in, okay, and just kind of like snuggle in with her. Okay. She's warm. Mm -hmm. What's your hunger level at? I'm good. Are you sure? I'm at four blood. It's not very good. Well, I'm not hungry, though. I'm not capital H hungry. Borderline, though. I know. Well, don't worry. I've got a plan. Oh. oh, I've got a plan. Oh, great. I've got a plan to fix you good. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So so you cuddle in. She kind of, like, gets away. Like, she kind of moves away from you. Okay. Um, let's see. So I'm 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 snuggling in with her, right? And just sort of like instinctually, mm. I am um, 
what I'm doing is just thinking about putting her at ease. You know, I've 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 come out of my own my own sort of little bubble, uh-huh. my, own, my own world right. that I've been in for the last week. Yeah. You know, ever since this crazy journey began the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm seeing how much pain she's in. Mm. Emotional pain. Right. And and then the pain I'm causing when I guilt her into letting me take her blood. Mm-hmm. And so if you recall, the what I do remember from the end of last session was buying up another dot in Obia. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, and yeah, so um, I'm gonna try and and apply this anesthetic touch. Okay. This is how it's manifesting, you know. It's okay. me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm narrativizing how the, how to, how it manifests. I guess is what right, I'm saying. Right, right. Uh, so I want to put her at ease, and okay. so that involves a willpower roll. All right. Against difficulty six. Okay. And I have to spend a willpower actually. All right. And a blood point. Mm-hmm. Boo. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, right. That's okay, though. So, uh, and so, one, one, there's two applications of it. One is to um, allow the subject to ignore all wound penalties for one turn per success. Okay. And, um, and then the other is to put the mortal to sleep. Mm-hmm. The mortal sleeps for five to ten hours, whatever a normal sleep cycle is. And regains one temporary willpower point upon awakening. Okay. Sleeps peacefully and does not suffer nightmares or the effects of any derangements while asleep. Mm-hmm. May be awakened normally or violently. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Does not affect kindred. Right. Okay. All right. Only one cursed one. And so that's one, two, three successes. Wow. So. Okay. So. So she's trying to like, eh, eh, and I'm just like, Mm-mm-mm. you know, so <laughs> hug, hugging her a little closer. And <laughs> All right. Maybe patting her hair. Okay. You know. So she sort of calms down a little mm-hmm. uh, in your embrace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Breathing becomes a little more regular. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm imagining my eye probably opens just a little bit. Yeah. And then closes slightly. again. Uh-huh. All right. And uh, and I hold her like that mm-hmm. until I start to see the sky outside the window get a little lighter. Well, I, I would say for my game, yeah. torpor, the way torpor expresses itself Please. is you start to feel it internally. You start right. to feel it where your bones start to feel heavy. Right. It's a very strange, odd feeling. Right. It never feels familiar or... Mm. comfortable it's imposed it's imposed Mm -hmm. and so your bones start to feel you start to feel heavy Mm -hmm. like you can you're and then you want to get into a position because if you don't Mm -hmm. move quick enough yeah it will overtake you completely Mm. and you'll be wherever you are right when the sun comes up okay so your bones start to feel heavy it always feels like a new feeling like Mm. what is this Mm. that's like oh yeah oh yeah Mm mm-hmm Okay, <laughs> sixty-one years of this bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, it's not fun. All right, or no, not sixty-one. Whatever it's. Yeah, been. someone. Nineteen, nineteen to sixty-seven, forty-eight years. Oh, I'm sixty-one total. Right. I've been a vampire for forty-eight years. Right. 
My name is Charlotte Winchester, and I've been a vampire for 48 years. <laughs> All right. All right, so, so I, I slide off the bed. She yeah. has an alarm clock, right? Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't want her to, like, oversleep for work or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So slide off the bed and make my way over to the window box, creak it open, get inside. The book's in there, right? Good. Yes, it should be. Mm-hmm. Damn well should be. Yeah, it's still in there. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and I already lost it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I uh, I uh, clamber in, mm-hmm. close the thing, lock mm-hmm. lock it up. Mm-hmm. There we go. All right, Whee! so <laughs> I don't no, actually, it's like <laughs> because it's this feeling of being paralyzed. You're slowly yeah becoming paralyzed, yeah. where you can't move your face, you can't move your hands, you can't move anything. I'm turning into a corpse. Mm-hmm. Okay. Kalu Kale. <laughs> and so I'll so, do my I'll do my thing that I always do thing? when what? torpor is setting in. What? This is called this is called character background building. Oh yeah, building. what is it? I I sing to myself. Oh. I sing to myself to calm myself what down. What do you sing? Because I was so scared the first night it happened. Yeah. So, so I sing to myself a popular standard from uh, around the time that I, that oh, I, uh, right. that I ate it, right? <laughs> Which is called. I have it here. I have it here. Good, good. And it's called "O oh Death, Where Is Thy Sting?" That's the one. Parson Brown, one Sunday morning, was given good advice. He warned his congregation to refrain from sin and vice. He drew a fire and picture about the devil down below and said, Folk, with your sinning, order him you are bound to go. Why, hell is full of vampire women. Well, whiskey, gin, and dice. Satan tell him to get behind thee and prepare thou for paradise. Mose Jackson jumped up from his chair and said, Parson, is that true? That hell is full of what you said? Well, then just let me say to you. Okay. If what you say is positive truth, oh, that's why is I think. I don't Did care. Did you just talk through this? Now about no pearly gates. Yeah, I mean, this is, oh. this, is this, this particular fellow's rendition. Okay. With kind of a talk scene. women. Yeah. Down below. But obviously Charlotte will be singing it more of a sing-song way. Okay, great. So, <laughs> great, wonderful. I was really hoping there would be some type of a hook, but there's absolutely none. No, it's very strange. Uh, um, what a weird little song. Yeah, yeah. It okay. Was, it was a weird little song. All right. But you know, it's you know, I mean, it's a it's a it's a novelty song, yeah. a comedy song. Yeah. Which I think would have stuck with her when she was thirteen. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it's like so naughty. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, really? Hell's full of all those things, huh? Uh, so when am I going to die? Yeah, exactly. Can I die, can I die and go to hell straight away? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, so that's your little, that's your little ditty that so she's kind of humming to it to yourself as yes. you, as it, as it overtakes you. Yes, indeed. All right. So. Mm-hmm. All right. So I get back a point of willpower. I lose a blood point. Well, actually, I'm going to give you. Um, I'm gonna ha- wait. Oh. Oh. Come up and see me sometime. Oh, yeah. All right. So, the um, your willpower. What's your willpower at? How much willpower have I spent? Yeah. I I spent everything actually. Okay. So I want you to actually fill it up except one. Oh. Or to yeah to erase, restore everything. Restore but everything one. but one. Okay. We're gonna do a time jump here. Oh okay sure. And blood pool. What did we do for okay. the formula? Well. What was the formula to increase your blood pool? Like, to kind of, like, if you've been sleeping for a while, what average blood pool would you wake up with? Ah, well, that's actually what, so we can we can figure this out. Because I've got a fucking plan, finally, of what we're going to oh, do. Oh, all right. So with the anesthetic touch, with the anesthetic touch, I can actually feed off of, off of Emma now. Oh. And. That's even more creepy and not good. Why not? You're going to do it without her feeling it? No, 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 no. Not when she's asleep. Oh, 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 oh. That's what no. I was like. Oh, no, no, no. Ooh. The other facet of the anesthetic touch, which is that I can take take pain away. Oh, okay. So basically... Can you do that before you cut her? Yes. So basically the next night, you know, next time I see her, I'm going to sit her down and talk to her and say, I know that, I know that my blade, mm-hmm. as sharp as it is and as swiftly as I cut, still stings. And I have... I have uh, been thinking long and hard on this, and and I think that I can I can make it so you don't feel anything, hmm. you know. And and so I do the anesthetic touch, and it works. And yeah, exactly. Okay, how successful are you at it? Well, I mean, the thing is, is that um, I have to spend a blood point to do it. Okay. Um, so if I'm taking the the regulation healthy amount of blood from her, right, that means I'm netting one blood point, mm-hmm. which means um, I'm netting zero blood points really because I'm also losing a blood point. Okay. Uh, upon awakening. Right. So I don't know if she'd be okay with the first time me taking a little bit extra just to get me out of the hungry zone. First couple times, maybe. Let me see. And then it'll just be a net of zero, basically. Which seems very salubri appropriate. I neither gain nor lose blood. All right, she lets you. Okay. Yeah. So we'll say I'm bumped up to four. Okay. And then I'm just kind of feeding from her every night. Yeah. To maintain my level. Okay. If that's okay. That's fine. Is so, she is she a bit mollified by this development? She doesn't seem to be against it. <laughs> she's she's okay with it. She seems okay with it. I don't have to beg her. No, exactly. Yeah. She's just like, all right, just do what you need to do. Right. But she doesn't want any of your blood. Still. Nope. All right. And I'm not going to force the issue. Okay. How's she right. looking? Is she starting to age at all? It's only been like two weeks. Two weeks, I so. Know, but still. No, okay. you're not seeing anything right. right away. All right. So, 
So your blood pool is at so four. I'm at four. It's at four. Mm -hmm. All right. I want you to add a little bit more onto it. I'm thinking oh. you would be stockpiling a little bit, or no? No, that that is what stockpiling. Oh. That is because I'm because if I'm not if I'm if I'm taking the the what I should be taking, which is two points, mm -hmm. no more than two points. Right. Then then my net is zero. Okay. So. I did stockpile a little bit just to get me up to four so that I'm not like hungry, capital right. H hungry. Okay. But I, I don't feel in good conscience going more than that. You know what I mean? Right, right. So how many how many times are you doing this a week? Like Well, it would have to be every every night. Every night. Yeah. Okay. I gotta get a herd. <laughs> yeah, you're running into some problems here. I am. I She's am. not always around. Oh god. She's not always around. So, I don't know. By hook or by crook, you managed to... We'll just say for that first week, I lucked out and she was around. But, yeah. I, but I know that there are nights when she won't be. Right. Yeah. Okay. And, so what uh, do you do? So I'm, I'm, I'm basically going to be jumping us. Yeah. You finally, finally get to do that time jump. S seven months. Yeah. Yeah. We're jumping ahead seven months. It's October. Mm -hmm. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah, so what are you doing to to feed? <laughs> well, sir. Um, I, that's, that, that's, I have to think about that. What am I doing in general is the other question. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I had I had plans of where I wanted to go in terms of developing a network of people I could feed from. Okay. Do you want me to scale it back then a little bit? Uh, no, 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 no. Because I don't mind. No, no, no. In fact, in fact, check this out. Oh, here we go. What? Here we go. Hmm. Um, I can actually develop a a positive blood point gain because, or at the very least, not exclusively rely on Emma mm -hmm. uh, because I've got Alice downstairs all right right yeah she's and downstairs she is she is she's living at the house she's, yeah she's in the house and I revealed my true nature to her um I don't know about that I well I revealed who I was you said who you were, and you... And that I would be back. You would be back, and you didn't say, I'm a vampire, and I need to eat blood <laughs> to live. So that's not your true nature. In fact, if anything, uh, you seem like this little ethereal fairy. Fine, fine, fine. You didn't say, like, I'm a straight-up vampire, and I need food. Uh, why are you being such a storyteller right now? <laughs> trying to tell the story, man. You're, 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 how many times did I shoot you down? Um... <laughs> This isn't revenge, if that's what you think. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm just like, uh, it doesn't feel very good to be on the other side. Yeah, you gotta use your thinking muscles. You gotta use my thinking brain. Uh-huh. All right, so. I just, I want to do time jumps. I'm not doing this, like, day by day, I'm a vampire. No. So. All right, well, I, I didn't know you wanted to do that, and uh -oh. so. Uh-oh. I was playing a, a bit of a longer game on developing... Basically, what I was hoping was that by the end of the session, I would be set up with like a herd situation that I could spend my XP on to lock that in. And um, well, 
All right, so let me let me put it this way. I want to do a time jump. I want you to be successful. In that, that amount of time, you would have done certain things. So similar to what we did when Aaron and Karen were in Fresno, mm -hmm. we can do like a montage of things that you've done okay. to prove that you have a herd of some type uh. or that you've done. Like we can do a little montage over the past like couple of months because we're going to end up on October 29th, 1967. I like that because that it so yeah because that fits because basically after all those fucked up experiences which ones that whole night for one thing <laughs> that was a big night which one every night can't be like that march 24th 1967 uh -huh. a night i shall not soon forget dear mm -hmm. diary mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean basically like in terms of a montage or whatever. And, yeah. <laughs> oh, good montage music. Thank you. Mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> um, no, but it just makes a lot of sense. Like, after all the crazy events of of that um, of that night. Yeah. I mean, Charlotte's not going to want to... You know, she had that, that pattern in Berlin of sort of going between, I'm going to go out, go down into town mm -hmm. every night, mm -hmm. and I'm going to hang out at Lucille's place every night. Right. So it kind of be like, she'd be doing one or the other. It's, right. You know, didn't really mix and match that much. Right. Right. And yeah, so um, I don't think she'd really be that inclined to go out that much. And she's, so she'd kind of be around the boarding house. Right. Which so I'm seeing like that that intervening time that seven months. Mm -hmm. Is kind of her really establishing herself mm -hmm. at this boarding house, right? And really becoming a fixture, mm -hmm. you know, and sort of, you know, getting people, you know, kind of, you know, I don't want to say like being the sort of the cock of the walk, you right? Know, right. But sort of becoming this a fixture, yeah, because she's got the uh, the sanctified or whatever, mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. So she just she just becomes this um, yeah almost like a mascot for the house or you know like just everyone's like hey Charlotte hey Charlotte hey mm -hmm. hey hey you yeah, know yeah that kind of you thing you see people coming and going exactly and then people there's the regulars out, and there's the long yeah then there's the long term folks yeah so a herd for one dot is three people mm -hmm. um, so. And then the other thing, of course, that she would be doing during this intervening seven months is just, you know, looking at that book. Yeah. Trying to mm -hmm. will herself to see something on the page. Like, every night she gets the book out. Oh, really? Looks at it. Okay. Yeah. All right. But otherwise, she's mostly around the house and the grounds. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Consuela drags her out from time to time to go yeah. see a movie or mm -hmm. whatever. But With Max. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, you know, mostly it's just one of those, you know, date nights turn into weeks, weeks turn into months yeah. kind of situations. Yeah. You, develop, you develop a routine. A routine, exactly. Also, like, remember when you were in Berlin and you were, uh, you, during World War II, you were helping people with their gardens at night and mm -hmm. doing your little tasks, taking care of animals. You know, I don't know if that's something you'd still want to do. Definitely, definitely. I'm watching Little Blackjack grow up. Yeah. Not, not a fluffy little kitten anymore. No. Awkward little adolescent cat now. Yeah. <laughs> He's doing bad things. No. <laughs> and, um, yeah, so who's your herd? 
Who is my herd indeed? That is the question. <sighs> I don't know. Um, I mean, I said last session how I was debating whether to let Consuela know mm -hmm. what was going on. She's wanted to have, like, little sleepovers with you and stuff. Oh, for fuck's sake. All right. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> really isn't something I'm going to be able to conceal much longer. <laughs> At least with Derek, he was uh, he was primed to believe in vampires. <laughs> but Aaron never said, can I drink your blood, bro? No, he didn't. No, he didn't. Which is why Derek was an ally and, not, and not part of the herd. Yeah. Well, not that I'd be opposed to that, but still. <laughs> right. Um, so, I mean, Consuela has friends, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Are you going to pick her friends off? One by, by one. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's get more solid here because okay. I would like to run more of the game. Yes, okay. well help me out then. Uh, so she's so she's got friends. Yes, she does. Alright, so you want me to help you out? <sighs> I mean, I'm, I'm just... Ah, okay, okay, okay. I'm, so happy, to make, I'm happy to make decisions. And, uh, <laughs> you don't like it. <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I mean... <sighs> The the okay, the uh, sorry, smacking my <laughs> smacking my gums. The main uh, the main issue here, right, is as you say, am I <laughs> am I basically going behind Consuela's back and feeding off of her friends? You have, I mean, what's your? Because I I, I almost your, look at you, look at your character sheet. It's gonna have stuff here in terms of presence, in terms of these are Desiree's secrets to player success. <laughs> No, God, uh, I'm God not, no. I don't think I'm a successful player. I am not player, a role model. No, do not listen to me. But like, this is what you're looking at. You're looking at manipulation, charisma. Um, you yes. have your your merits. Um, <laughs> yes, you have your merits. Yeah, well, I have my merit. I mean, sanctity right there. I know sanctity mm -hmm. right off the bat. Right, so is a big one. Right, so I'm just saying, look at these things and piece together what would. Charlotte do to survive so I think between her healing touch yeah and her um, her anesthetic um, what is that what's the discipline uh, anesthetic touch I think so right yeah anesthetic so she has an anesthetic touch and a healing touch mm -hmm. okay um, she can she can ensure very trauma free feedings Mm -hmm. You know, so okay. Here, here's the three options I'm looking at. Okay. All right, before I before I get into the character Cause I'm, sheet, because I'm starting to think. Let of me some let me outline something really, here. Really, really un unfortunate things. Okay, yes. Let me let me just outline. Things all right, here. all right. So, option A is let Consuela in on this and get a couple more of her friends, and Consuela's part of the herd along with her friends. I'm not super jazzed about that because first of all. I almost want that reveal to be part of like an organic element of the story. Mm. Plus, if I'm going to do anything with her, I'm looking at ally, retainer, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, something yeah. along those lines. Okay. So option B is to go around behind Consuela's back and get her friends involved, but not her. Okay. So Consuela's none the wiser. Option C is to go full on Koshimar, if you remember that from the old, the old uh, lingo. 
Koshimar is a vampire who feeds exclusively right. off of sleeping victims. Yeah. So Alice would be one of them, mm-hmm. and some of the other tenants in the house. It's up to you. You know. Mm-hmm. So having said all that, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like in the Koshimar direction. Okay. But it would be up to you as a storyteller mm-hmm. to storytell me if that would violate my my clan weakness, which is that I have to feed off of willing victims. They're unwilling victims if they're sleeping. They're unwilling, however, they're none the wiser. Doesn't matter. They don't feel a thing. Doesn't matter. In fact, they have the best night's sleep of their life. They have no nightmares. Any Anything that's troubling them is, is soothed. If they're, you know... So you're finding that... Uh, and this is getting into kind of your guru sense. Yes. Is that you know what's best for them. Mm. You know what will help them. Yeah. They just need to be ushered into it. And by... Suddenly I feel like I understand lot so much better. <laughs> so... With that being said, you feel like this is part of because you've you said this with the hobos before in like the thirties where you're like, This is part of your treatment. This is Yes. This is what I'm helping you. I'm helping you. I'm helping you. So even though these ladies are all asleep. Yeah. It's still like I'm gonna do this because it is I'm helping them. Yeah. I'm helping them sleep better. I'm yeah. helping them and I'm just getting a little bit off the top. That's right. I mean, people don't realize they need to be saved. That's sometimes. right. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So, if that's the mode you're going in, then I approve of this. And then you can go for it. <laughs> you approve this message. Mm-hmm. All right, so I can add a dot in herd. Mm-hmm. Cool. Now, my other question for you is what about Emma over oh. the seven months? Well, with your new skills... And your ability to be more soothing. She seems to be placated, but she's still not taking any blood from you. Okay. Is she showing any aging at this point? She's starting to show definitely some signs. Her hair has has some streaks of white. Not just like strands, but streaks. Streaks, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. People will talk to her and ask her if she's sick. And that they're praying for her. Oh, God. And stuff like that. Oh, wow. Okay. Because she looks, she's looking haggard. And, so. and and I'm I'm not pushing it. I'm not even like offering it yeah. necessarily. She's not asking for exactly. it. Exactly. I know that she's perfectly capable of asking for it. Right. Right. Okay. All right. So montage over the past couple months, a long hot summer mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. Yep. Consuela wants you to go to the beach with everyone. Mm. You're not going. Mm. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going. <laughs> um. There are new boarders coming in and out mm-hmm. of the house. Some people are just staying for the summer. Okay. Some folks leave. Can I boost my blood pool by D10 or so? Yes. I'd say D10 plus three. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. How generous of you. Yes. That's your herd. Seven. Yeah. All right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. Great. With Cain as my witness, I shall never be hungry again. <laughs> <laughs> so that's 
really corny. Okay. <laughs> so. Why are you surprised? <laughs> I don't know. All right. So. So the weeks go by. Mm. And you've carved out a nice little what? what? <laughs> the montage of the fucking doors swinging open silently, <laughs> and this little girl standing in a doorway, silhouetted with a straight razor in her hand, and yeah. just walking into this room where somebody's sleeping. With a weird little Kubrick look on her face. Oh God! Well, no, I don't think I look. I don't think I look menacing. <laughs> but just, just that at all happening is just like, oh wow. Yeah, I want you this to roll. This freaking boarding house, man. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to have you roll three times perception plus alertness. Okay. Three times. Three times. Uh-huh. Difficulty? Difficulty six. Okay. Okay, I got three successes on the first one. Okay. I got ooh ones, two successes on the second one. All right, and a a five successes on the wow. last one. So you've been no, doing six successes. Holy shit! <laughs> so you have been very successful in your stealthiness. In your you haven't seen anyone like wake up in the middle of what you're doing or talk to you or any sort of right right nothing I haven't yeah I haven't had to like awkwardly convince somebody that they're dreaming and they need to go back to sleep right right <laughs> yeah so none of that happens uh-huh. and uh, so you've been very successful should I make a um, humanity roll or anything or yes. yeah mm-hmm. okay conscience roll yes Because I mean, yeah. yeah, this is this is nebulous. Difficulty seven. I got one success, so I'm just barely convincing myself this yeah. is okay. Yeah, it's not sustainable. No, no. But it is better the, the way I the way I am, um, you know, convincing myself to do this mm-hmm. is that it is better than forgetting myself, as I like to say. Hmm. And causing another scene, breaking another window, almost killing my best friend, et cetera, et cetera. You know, yeah. that's no good. It's no right. bueno. No, it's not good. So, All right, so it is October 29th, you said? Well, yes. Yeah, so as, as you lay throughout the day on the 29th, you have dreams. Dreams of... The book. The book. The book has words in it, but you can't see them. It's almost indecipherable. Mm. There's a blue cast over the book, and you can see words forming, but you don't know what they say. And Lucille is holding the book in front of you Mm. and is saying, It's just so obvious. It's so obvious, my child, how to read this. Not helping, Lucille. <laughs> yeah. She's smiling gently, though, yeah, at yeah, you. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. you got it. Like, you're got so this. close. You're going to get it. Yeah, you're so close. And then you suddenly start to reanimate. The image moves from your mind, from your consciousness, and your eyelids flutter open. Yep. And it is, it is sunset. 
unlocking the padlocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, uh... <laughs> There's a waning crescent moon in the sky, mm. but you can't really see that because... There just it's very foggy outside. Mm, well, there's a, 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 a meager moonlight mm -hmm. illuminating the fog. Yeah. How's uh, who's uh, Emma around, or do I have the room to myself? Um, Emma's up, and there's a newspaper on the the writing desk table, Sunday paper, which she looks it's like she's been reading. Yeah, Sunday paper, and looks like she's been reading it. It's actually open to the entertainment section, and oh. it catches your eye. Oh no. Why? Not another Rose Thorne movie. It's funny you should mention her. <laughs> it says, Rose Thorne, dead at 36. <gasps> oh. And it has a whole story about how she was found poisoned in her home. Oh. Nobody knows who did it. And it's incredibly sad. Her last movie was called Impulse. And... It is impulse a, with an exclamation point at the end. Yeah, <laughs> impulse. And it was very—it's a very tragic, tragic passing. And in fact, she's going to be lying in state at um, the Hollywood Cemetery. Mm, Hollywood Forever. Forever Cemetery. Yeah. Yep. On the thirtieth, there'll be a wake, and she'll be lying there. On the thirtieth. Mm-hmm. It's tomorrow. That appeals to me on a certain morbid level. I wonder if Consuelo would like to go. I don't know. So how's Emma doing? What's she, what's she up to? She's just, um, she's knitting something. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people who come in who have, like, there are ladies who have babies. Sure. And, you know, so she's, sometimes she, you see her making little clothes for the toddlers or the children who come through babies. Mm -hmm, mm hmm Yeah, so she's working on some booties. <laughs> All right. Um, she says, oh, you're up. Yes, yes. I had some strange dreams. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take the air for a bit, if you don't mind. She just nods. Sure, it's... And then I see the, the story, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, tragic. Yes, I've never seen any of her movies. I don't know. Mm. So you see there's this, like, beautiful, you know, headshot of her. Yeah. Um, and actually, like, also, like, a little small inset picture of, like, her at her, like, latest movie premiere, which was Impulse. Uh. And it was just it was just a week ago um, that she was at this red carpet thing where they were taking pictures of her yeah. so she just looks you know yeah. as beautiful as ever strawberry blonde hair yeah yeah um kind of like a bouffant sort of large you know fluffy cotton candy kind of hair but pretty i mean yeah 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 and the winged eyeliner right and, yeah right. so i'm gonna i'm gonna take the uh, entertainment section yeah i'll ask emma you done with this Oh, yeah, sure, it's all yours. I'll fold that up and um, tuck it into the book. Mm-hmm. All right, well, um, I'll be back. And if not before you go to bed, then I'll say good night. Okay. <laughs> she goes back to knitting. Uh, you know, now I wanted to turn into a pile of ash so I can just move what? on with my life. <laughs> she smiles at you, okay. you know, slightly. 
Jesus, she's miserable. She she just you don't know you haven't asked her you haven't talked to her, so Yes well. You don't talk to her for whatever reason. That's not how Charlotte is. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> so that's what you get back in return. <laughs> that's true. That's a good point. <laughs> All right, so you are leaving the room. <laughs> Consuelo's like, you know, I was talking to your uh, your your nanny tutor person, and <laughs> she's really fascinating. You know, she she's used to be so a, nice. Used to be a, a sharpshooter in a Wild West show. And... <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> you should really talk to her sometime. <laughs> Find out a lot of things. So, um, you're heading down the stairs. I I am. I am. Mm-hmm. Do I run into anybody? No. Okay. People are leaving dinner. It's October, so what time? What time is it? Uh, Sunset wise. Uh, <laughs> Always have that tab open. Why do I have? I don't have the. I have the moon phases for whatever reason. Because <laughs> you're secretly a werewolf fangirl, you're playing vampire all this time. You really wanted to be playing <laughs> werewolf. No. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll put up with it if I have to. Well, we can assume it's um, sometime around dinner time. That's reasonable. Yeah, it is. It's, it's finishing up dinner. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> um, that's not helping... <laughs> Damn it! It's okay. It's I, I like I can't find any good like. It's just an idle question. No, there aren't any good ones because because they're either like completely inadequate or they give you way too much data. Yeah, I'm like I don't. It's like I don't that. need to know what time the azimuth of the fucking <laughs> moon mm. is or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, wait a second. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Getting closer. She's a gangrel and she's got the scent. <laughs> Um, uh, well, anyways. Anyway, I don't know, like, <laughs> I don't know, it's uh, six o'clock. Yeah. All right. No, I was kind of asking that for a reason. Okay. Believe it or not. Yeah. Um, I am going to head to one of the places that... I have been going on the few times that I've gone out over the last seven months. Okay. You know, I go out. At no, I know you do. Once or twice yeah. a week, you uh -huh. know, try to get out there. Because I discovered the Los Angeles Central Library. Oh, uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> Which is not very far away. No, it's not. I think just a, well, I don't think Charlotte will ever take Angel's Flight again. But <laughs> if one were inclined to take Angel's Flight, I could. Right. And that would take me down yeah. to pretty much... Right there. Right there. Mm -hmm. So instead, I, I take the long way around. Okay. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I take surface streets. Okay. And I walk down to the library. Now, I don't know what their hours were like in the 60s. Mm-hmm. But even in this fallen world in which we live today, mm -hmm. they're open until like eight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I assume it was. Yeah, I the mean, same. I just, yeah. Yeah. I know that libraries in Berlin in the 1920s, Berlin, Germany, not mm -hmm. New Hampshire, mm -hmm. were open from nine to nine, seven days a week. Yeah. So I think libraries used to be open even a lot later. More. Yeah, I agree. Because yeah, people use them more. Yeah. You know. Mm -hmm. 
So I think she definitely, especially, like, she probably hated the summer, you know, because, yeah. like, she really couldn't get to the library. Yeah. You know, before it closed. Right, right, right. So now that like it's fall. Like, around June and July. Yeah, so now she's now able to. Now it's fall, to... I can start going back again. Yeah, okay. So I've been going. All right. What have you been researching? Well, I mean, that's that's one thing, is I've been looking up, like, invisible inks and, oh, okay. you know, cipher codes and mm. all kinds of stuff like that. Okay. Uh, but in my wanderings, mm-hmm. I've discovered that there is a weird room that's obviously was meant to be some kind of main entrance to the library, but mm. it's situated in a very strange way. Okay. So that most people don't use it or know about it. Okay. And it's a very large room with this big vaulted ceiling mm-hmm. with uh, beautiful murals on the ceiling. Okay. Interior. Mm-hmm. So I, I particularly like to go to that room. Because it's very quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, okay. I'll grab some books. Yeah. And I'll head up to that room. All right. But on this night, I do not grab any books off shelves. Mm. Instead, I just have the book mm-hmm. with me. Okay. And I take it with me and I, I head up, I head into the library. Mm-hmm. Perhaps giving the uh, folks at the circulation desk a nod of recognition. Yeah, they nod back to you. And then I... Uh, I, you know, take the stairs up to this weird little, weird little room. Yeah. And, um, is anyone in there? No. Good. I'm going to take the book. I'm going to head right into the center table mm-hmm. of the room. I'm going to set the book down. I'm going to open it up. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at this book. Okay. And I'm concentrating. Mm. Very, very hard. And I'm picturing... My third eye opening up. Ah. All right. Is I'm, it? I'm trying to will it to open. Okay. I don't know. You tell me. Well, Obeya is what opens up your eye, remember? Very true. So, Are you healing anybody right now? I'm not, I'm not healing anybody right now, uh, nor am I sensing any vitality. Mm-hmm. Um, Can you do that to an object or to just to people? Um, I mean... It's something I can do, you know. Mm. Uh, let's see. Sense vitality, no. That requires a person. Yeah, they require people. So I don't know if, like, I don't know if I could just... See, this is, you know, I'm pushing myself here. I'm pushing myself yeah. beyond my known yeah. boundaries. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, can I, can I just open this eye without doing anything else? Without calling upon mm-hmm. these powers of the blood? Mm-hmm. And maybe making a willpower roll. Yeah. To see if I could do that. Okay. Difficulty yeah. is difficult. Seven. Seven. Oh, I was expecting eight. Thank you for that. That was a very aggressive throw. That was that was weirdly yeah <laughs> aggressive. Okay. Well, even with a cursed one, mm. I got two successes. Okay. So as you are sitting there and you are focusing, yeah. like my hands folded in my lap, mm-hmm. and I'm like leaning against the table with my arms and just staring straight down at this thing. Yes. Perpendicular to it. You know? Right. And suddenly you feel this like tingling, pulsing feeling in the middle of your forehead, which is familiar to you. Mm. It's opening up. Mm-hmm. And. You're looking at the cover, or do you open? You have the book open. You're not. Just I have it open to page one. Page one. 
All right. And well, I mean, does the cover look like it might have anything written on it? You said it was it, leather, so I just assumed. It's blank like everything else. Mm. So I'm looking at page one. So you're looking at page one. And as you... As your third eye is opening, the pages look as though they have been written on. This dark, like, navy blue colored ink just starts to seep up into the pages Mm -hmm. as your light is shining over it, Mm -hmm. over the pages of the book. Yeah. And it's in Lucille's, you you recognize (laughs) Lucille's writing. Yeah. However, it's in this strange language. Curses. But, despite that, you are understanding what it says. Wow. Okay. And it says that this book is not only a book, but it is a call to action. Hmm. This book, upon being read aloud will unleash bloody revenge and final death to all Tremere. What? (laughs) Alright. So roll the willpower again. (laughs) Difficulty of nine. That's a botch. Oh, oh, God. No successes in three ones. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just picturing Homer with this chainsaw and hockey mask holding the brownies just, like, coming into the room. Like, <laughs> hey, Charlotte, do you want some brownies? So was that to see if I screamed aloud or not? Or No. Okay. No, but you, you read this, and as, and as, as the head... As the light had flickered on, yeah. it just dims out. out. Yeah. And the room is suddenly very quiet. I almost thought that would happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well. And so then there was a <laughs> rap on like the door. Wait, slowly <laughs> closing the book. <laughs> then there's then there's a little rap at the door. Oh, like the the double doors uh-huh. in the wait reading yeah. room. Someone knocks. Okay. So I'm like Yes. And so when one of Hi. the librarians pops her heads in, pops her head in, and yeah. says, "Young lady, do you have a television in here?" A television? Do you have a television? There's I've a never, light flickering in this room. I've never heard anything so ridiculous in my life. Do you life. have a flashlight? No, I do not. Then I what, was just do, leaving. Do you have a lighter? There was some light flickering in here. So I'm getting up and gathering the book. As you can see, I have nothing on me but this book, which belongs to me. So she's scowling at you, and she says, you need to leave now. We're closing anyway. I never liked you, Angela. <laughs> You're saying Beatrice. Beatrice, yeah. <laughs> Dagmar. <laughs> <laughs> so, so she's scowling at you as you leave. All right. Yeah, scowl on, scowl okay. on. So you hear, like, a little PA system. The library will be closing in 15 minutes. Closing. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Please all right. bring all items to the front of the library so you can so, check them out. So, I'm hustling out. Yeah. Feeling really, <laughs> like, suddenly... suddenly <laughs> oh, wait, what? Suddenly I feel way more unsafe than I've ever felt since, since probably since the first night. Oh. 
of uh, Lucille and, and uh, the the Tremere trio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> who I'm assuming I've seen nothing of. Mm-mm. I still have um, Siraj's card, of course. Yes. Did he did he kind of say call me? He said yeah, like just call me when you can read it. Basically, call me when you can read it. Oh Lord! Or no, 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 that's what Mazarin said. Oh, he was just like, please keep me informed, like in terms of your yeah, 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 yeah. So that's the next indicated step. But the walk home. Are you going home? Yes, I'm going home. (laughs) I do not feel safe anywhere right now. Uh, because I'm like, you know, I, I can appreciate the, um, the, uh, gravity of this, this thing. Okay. Just one second here. Sure. So you are mulling this over. Yeah. And and really keeping my head on a swivel. So like, you know, even though I like have walked over here, you know, a dozen times. All right. I want you to roll. You were very preoccupied. So I want you to roll. Yes. Perception plus alertness. Uh-huh. With a difficulty of seven. Sure, sure. Because this is, this is some heavy shit, man. I know this is some heavy shit. I suddenly feel like I'm carrying an atomic bomb. Uh, let's see. That's a three. So no. Uh, difficulty seven, you mm-hmm, said? Mm-hmm. Three successes. Okay, great. So, despite your worry and um, uh, preoccupation, mm. you are making it a beeline back to the house. Yep. Okay. So, you are deep in thought. I am. Yeah. I am. And Consuela greets you. Charlotte, there you are. Duh! <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Are you okay? You startled me. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Were you out taking one of your walks? Yes. Oh, what's that book you have there? Journal. Oh, okay. I have a diary. Yeah? Yeah, it has a little lock and key, so nobody can read it. Locks can be good. Yeah. So what are you doing tonight? Uh, I know it's kind of a school night, but... But Halloween's this week. Halloween. Yes, Halloween. Yeah. Oh, actually. So I'm like, <laughs> like trying to distract myself. <laughs> trying to distract myself from the terror. Is this out on the uh, the front walk? Yeah. So I'm going to kind of like lead her uh-huh. as we're talking. Okay. Lead her up onto the, the portico, mm-hmm. the covered porch. Right. Because that's got some lights. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, it's like bathed in the, in the glowing golden light of these porch lights. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And just so that I'm not yeah. Anyway, and I'm gonna like position myself with my back to a wall. Okay. Uh not like up against the wall, but just so that I don't have to worry about watching my back while I'm talking to her. Right. And um say uh and then I'll I'll um reach into the back of the of the uh the book where yeah. I, I yeah. stuck the folded up uh entertainment section. Oh yes. Of the What's uh, that? Of the uh, whatever Hollywood Sentinel or whatever paper it was, mm-hmm. um, Los Angeles Times. Could be LA Times. <laughs> could be LA Times. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I was just trying to think of a local paper. Oh no, no, this is like definitely like a hefty part. Mm-hmm. It was like part of the Sunday paper. So I only took like that front page. Yeah, yeah. You know. So I, I take it out. Yeah. And unfold it, and, mm-hmm. I, and I show it to her. Oh. <gasps> 
oh, this is so sad. So she almost starts crying. Like, this is so sad. I she was know. so beautiful. Yeah. It's and perfectly morbid. What? Do you want to go to the wake tomorrow night? <gasps> that would be so creepy. Yeah. Yeah, maybe Max can go with us, too. Oh, yeah, Max. Yeah. You've been spending a lot of time with him lately. No, I haven't. He's just a friend. Okay. I don't think about him like that. Mm-hmm. So I kind of give her a little grin. Uh-huh. And so she says, yeah, like, um, well, it says here that the wake's going to start tomorrow night at 7.30. So, yeah, I think we could we could go out after dinner. Great. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take the bus and then... Right. Yeah, and we'll we'll just go over there for just a little while. We'll just sneak right back in. Excellent. Yeah. It's a date. I'll meet you after dinner. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, I need to I need to get to bed. I'm pretty tired. Okay. I've been feeling so tired lately. Oh, what's mm-hmm. going on? I don't know. I'm just tired. So she kind of mumbles <laughs> and walks away. Yeah. Can I make a medicine <laughs> roll? Uh, sure, sure. Perception plus medicine. See if I see any obvious signs of Wouldn't illness. Wouldn't that be Obeah? Like, it's no, medicine? no. I don't. I don't want to like do a, a full read on her. Oh, okay. I'm just saying perception plus medicine to see if I oh, see just any general... signs. Yeah, of, like, sure. Yeah. Know, rings under her eyes right, right, or right. colorless. Okay. Oh God. I hope there isn't another Koshamar in this fucking boarding house. Uh, what's Marguerite doing? <laughs> Only I may Kosh. Kosh. <laughs> I'm a Kosh. I'm a bit of a Kosh, you might say. Mm-hmm. Difficulty six or seven? Six. I got three. Oh, okay. She doesn't look any more tired than usual, but, you know, she is a teenage girl, so there's a chance she could be just going through, like, a little growth spurt. Mm-hmm. So she's tired, or maybe she got her first period already, so... I've she, read about those. Yes. So <laughs> she may be having just some female trouble. Uh-huh. Stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I'm just worried about her. I'm concerned about her. And nothing seems... It doesn't seem dire. Mm-hmm. She's just a little worn out. Okay. So... so What's the the phone situation like in this place? Is it one of those, like, there's a phone and it's down in the front hall? There's a couple phones that have little um, alcoves where you can talk quite privately in them. And and it's kind of drowns out. You know, you can close the glass sliding door and just little... Phone booths. Little phone booths. Yeah. There's two. Okay. Uh, One's occupied right now. There's there's one that's always, like, occupied (laughs) constantly. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, local calls are free. Yes. All yes, right. Yes. All right. So I um, I slip into the other phone booth. Okay. I have Mazarin's number. Do I? Or not? I have Siraj's number. You have Siraj's number. She said, I don't have one of those fancy business cards. Mm-hmm. But. But. <laughs> contact me when you find out what's in the book. Right. So I'm sitting in the phone booth going. Hmm. Wait a minute. <laughs> How do I contact her? Okay. So I get out. I open the phone booth again. <laughs> All right. Although I think maybe as I was sitting in there, I, I took that business card out. I mm-hmm. took uh, Siraj's card out. And I'm looking at it. Mm-hmm. And I think about Mazarin saying, don't trust them. Hmm. 
And I'm feeling... I'm feeling ambivalent right Okay, now. about Mazarin? About this whole bloody revenge thing. <laughs> because, I mean, if this is true, if, this, if whatever is in this book is, is what they say is true, which I'm a little doubtful of, frankly. Oh, really? Yeah, because it just seems like... It seems very powerful. It seems like... Well, that's so easy, though. Like, wouldn't they have done that already? You know, I'm starting to wonder. What do you mean? Who would have done that? Well, if whatever's in this book can destroy every Tremere that's alive right now, or undead right now, mm-hmm. and the Salubri hate them so much, then why why wait? Why not do it some other point? You know what I mean? It's probably some some sort of horrible cost you have to pay. Or... Maybe maybe Lucille's right that there was only seven Salubri in the world and this this book was missing yeah. for a long period of time. The fact that someone hadn't found it yet, that's, that's why true. it hasn't been read I yet. I mean, yeah, it, it came, you know, seems to have come to her in, in, in like, automatic writing, mm-hmm. you know, so it was After like, she, well, she told you how she got that information, <clears throat> right? In a dream, right? No, she straight up told you. She what? was She explained what had happened. Oh, remind me. So... Essentially, she had diablerized. She was working with the Third Eye sect. Okay. She diablerized one of the leaders from that sect. Ah. And that gave her that person's knowledge and power... And she was able to translate that into a book. Got it. I don't remember that at all. <laughs> all right. Well, I hope I'm right, because... Well, if even if she didn't tell me, I may have picked up that information from her. You know, when I diabolized her. Mm-hmm. You know, I might have... Uh, that might well, have... she knew where the book was. Yes. And she told... that That she did tell me. Right. That she did tell me. Right. Now, if she didn't overtly tell me how she got that information, then uh, there's I a lot of... I could have sworn that she did. Well, and, and if she did or she didn't. What? <laughs> no, but I'm saying, like, if e- whether she did or did not verbally tell me, there's more than one way that I could have gotten that information. All right. And the other way is that it could have just been from when I diabolized her. Mm-hmm. And I sort of, like, understood it instinctually. Right, you know? right, right. Okay. So, um... <clears throat> Nonetheless, sitting here thinking about that. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> so I'm like sitting in the in the phone, kind of muttering to myself. Like, yeah, oh, and, you, and Mrs. Okay. Acevedo's at the front desk. She's kind of going over the books, and yeah, yeah. she's just there. And then okay. you see like Blackjack walk by, and, <laughs> and people twitching. people kind of coming back into the boarding house after an evening away. Okay, or out, I should say. And the other thing that I'm thinking about, though. Hmm. is who am I or anyone else who is anyone else to make that call you know I mean yeah sure Tremere made mistakes in the past oh my god what kind of Tremere apologist are you but that's why pencils have erasers no but I mean I just (laughs) uh huh you know what I mean? You know, it's just like destroy all of them. You know, like I mean, if it was like, 
well, it will destroy the seven Tremere who diabolized Salon. I'd be like, oh, okay, okay, meeting out some justice. But I then you it, also remember it. the fact that Lucille said that they've essentially, they would hunt down any salubri they saw found. Yeah, no, that's a good point, too. And that's self. why there are only seven left. It's <laughs> a good point, too, my other, the, the other side of my brain. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I, I'm torn. I'm torn. Okay, so you're feeling conflicted. Because I have a humanity of eight. Yes, you're weighing both sides. Yeah. All right. It's, you know, it's essentially, you know, this, the, my own little vampire version of uh, the nuclear question, you know. Mm-hmm. So, with that, I stand up, mm-hmm. open the door, phone booth, and I head back out the lobby. Okay. All right. I'm going to go back to the antique store. Oh, about time. Okay. So you head out. <laughs> you didn't see that coming, did you? No. So you head out. Yep. Okay. So I am going to about time. Perception plus alertness. <sighs> okay. As you're walking down the city streets. And difficulty is six. All right. One success. One success. Ooh. So Okay. So there aren't any cop cars around. Yeah. So I think you've learned to avoid those. Yeah. Peripherally you're seeing similar to when you thought you saw Bernard. There's another there's it seems like there's two men who are out off in the distance peripherally in your line of sight mm. seem to be following you mm. okay can I try and shake them yeah try would that be a streetwise roll mm-hmm. I don't have streetwise oh <laughs> but I can still try the roll yeah it would just be a single d10 because uh-huh. I'd lose a die off my right. dexterity and you're getting closer or is to- it wits is it wits? Uh, wits, wits, Okay, wits. so it'd be two dice. Yeah. You're still, you're getting closer to about time, though. Okay. Difficulty, never mind. Mm. Not a botch, but... Okay. Yeah, I can't shake them. So they just seem to be just, just far enough away. Mm-hmm. It's like, are they following me? I'm not quite right. sure. Right, 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 So you turn up at the, in front of Wilma's store. Nine o'clock ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nine ish. Yeah. And so Max, you see Max in the window at the door actually mm. starting to turn the sign. Oh, uh, yeah. And he sees you and he waves yeah. and opens the door. So, uh, Charlotte, what are you doing here? Smile at him. Hi, Max. Hi. Uh, Wilma around? Yeah, of course. She's in the back as usual. So I'll just head by. Mm-hmm. And he and closes I, the door. I turn around. Oh, by the by, mm. uh, since I'm here. Yeah. Uh, would you like to accompany mm-hmm. me and Consuela mm-hmm. tomorrow evening for a little outing? Where are you guys going to go? Because so, so over the past couple months, you've gone on little outings together. <laughs> right, and right. some of them have been a little weird. Yeah. And some have been, you know, pretty normal. And like, where is it this time? Because <laughs> the last time we had to sneak into that pet store and it was just. Listen. We almost got caught. Those, we almost got caught. Those animals needed rescuing, I told you. 
They were keeping them in urine-soaked cages. All right. Once Consuela no. told me about that, I, I couldn't I couldn't rest easy. Mm. All right. What? Where is it now? Where are we going? Well, okay. You may not. <laughs> Just hear me out. What? It's the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. <laughs> oh, well, it is close to Halloween. I don't know. That might be fun. Yeah. So I, I take the uh, the clipping out again and I show it to him. Okay. So he reads it and it's like, oh, yeah, I read about her. Yeah. Well. Yeah, let's go. Great. Okay. All right. Well, what time should I meet you? Um, the wake is at 7.30, so we should probably head out pretty early on. Okay. What do you say, 6.30? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. We'll just take the bus. Absolutely. Okay. So he starts to clean up his different things, and Wilma walks in. Says, oh, I thought I heard your, heard your voice, Charlotte. What, what are you doing here? Hello, Miss Hudson. Um, well, and I kind of like... I'm casting my eye meaningfully at the book in my hands. And, yeah, so then she sees it and is a little transfixed and then looks back at you. Come with me. Thank you. So she takes you upstairs Mm -hmm. into this little alcove. Um, You can see that it's, like, her her office. Mm. And it's Mm. very, very nice. It's, like, Mm. it's... Things are... Um, just very well polished, very clean. They look very old, but they look just very well maintained yeah. in terms of this very large desk, yeah. this beautiful leather chair. Yeah. Um, she has a small bookshelf in there with some tomes that are look very well preserved. Mm. And they look very old, though. Mm. And um, there's no windows in this room. Yeah, yeah. So. There's a couple paintings on the wall. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Mm. That look like they should belong in a museum. <laughs> right. <laughs> Didn't I see that in a catalog of stolen art? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what can I help you with, Charlotte? Is she sitting? Is She's she... sitting at her desk. Is there her... a chair for me? Yeah, there's a chair right in front of the desk. Okay. All right. Take a seat mm-hmm. and uh, set the book on the table. Mm. So her, I, eye, her eye, she glances at it slightly and then tries everything in her power to look back up at you. May I ask how this manuscript came into your possession? So she looks at you very carefully. She walks up and closes the door. Yeah. And sits back down and says... My sire had this book. I see. If you can call it that. Yes. He possessed it. He's had, he had it for a very long time. And he bequeathed it to me to protect it. And very said good. that when the person who was supposed to use the book showed themselves that then I could release it. Mm. I see. Well, I don't want to tell you too much. I don't want to know too much about it. Very wise. 
Do you know how to get in touch with Mazarin? That was the first time I saw her. She's one of your kind, so you probably have a connection to her that you should be able to tap into. Uh, I don't know how you work. I haven't met very many of you. No, I suspect not. Well, I'll work on that. I'm sure she'll find you. Yes, I'm sure she will. If she comes around here again, please let her know that I am looking for her. I will. And let her know that I have read the pages. So her eyes widen. I can't claim to know what it says, but it's probably not good. That remains to be seen. So I'll take the book back. Stand up. All right. I'll bow. And I'm All out right. of there. She lets you out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so Max is straightening up things downstairs as you leave, and he's like, "I'll see you tomorrow, Charlotte." Yes. Bye. <laughs> it's like <laughs> whiplashing back and forth. Yeah. Well, on the one hand, I've got my bosom friends. On the other hand, I may <laughs> be wiping out an entire vampire clan. <laughs> All right, so the night passes. Is yes. there anything else you want to do? Not really, no. Okay. <laughs> Just read for the evening. Okay. So I think I, um, I think actually when I was at the library, mm-hmm. I picked up a copy of Hollywood Babylon by Kenneth Anger. <laughs> was that out at that time? I believe it was. Uh, at least something was out that he wrote. The world of darkness. It was. <laughs> Okay. In the, in the world of darkness, it runs to 23 volumes. That's right. God, if only. So, I'll yes. I'll just check really quick while oh, you're... So continuing. you're reading through these sordid tales. Yes. Uh, and um, eventually you go back to sleep. You fall into torpor. Yep. All right. Day passes uneventfully. What the fuck was that closet monster? That that is still that is oh. still really bugging me. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're so angry. <laughs> I don't like things coming out of my closet. Just as a general rule. Yeah, no, that's not. I usually... don't think most people are okay with no, that. No, it's frowned upon. Anyway, it was published in 1959. Oh wow, so yeah, so there's definitely a ragtag copy. Oh yes, very well thumbed. Yes, yes. among other things. Uh, um, on that book. So love it. So. <laughs> So the thirtieth rolls around. Yep. You reanimate. Yep. Unlock your little, you know, box seat or box seat window box. box <laughs> bench window bench window seat. Yep. Push up the cover and you are alone in the room. Okay. And Emma has a note on the dresser saying, "Out for the evening. We'll be back later." Good for her. Good for her. Maybe <laughs> she's met somebody. Oh. Excellent. Oh God. All right, so Consuela knocks on your door. Okay. Charlotte! Charlotte! Just getting changed. One moment. All right, so what are you wearing? What am I? Well, how's the the weather? Is it raining? It is. Yeah, it's one of those, you know, every other Halloween, it's either sweltering or (laughs) Or then it's just pouring pouring rain. rain. Uh So it's not Halloween, but it's close enough. So it's pouring rain. There's tons of clouds in the sky. You definitely hear the pitter-patter of rain and smell the rain in the air. All right. So I'll get out my uh, boots, Mm -hmm. galoshes. Mm -hmm. And you have a black dress with a little white collar. 
Oh yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Little white cuff sleeves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you want to wear get tights. out my pea coat, mm-hmm. tights, mm-hmm. Uh, hat, my little, look my suitably little, my little beret, uh-huh. black beret, mm-hmm. and uh, and an umbrella. Okay, and I'm ready. All right. So Consuela um, is waiting outside the door. Mm-hmm. She's wearing um, a black sweater and a little tiny black mini skirt with a little gold belt around her waist. <laughs> And um, she's wearing some little white boots and a uh, little uh, black velvet headband. Hmm. Okay. And her hair is down. All right. So she's like, yeah, let's go. Come on, let's go. <laughs> so, so as we're going, it's like, are you sure that's a suitable outfit for a wake, Consuela? <laughs> it's fine. It's black, isn't it? Yes, I suppose you're right. There's going to be all types of weird people there. Oh, you're quite right. I've been reading a book called Hollywood Babylon. Have oh, you I heard, heard of that. it? Yeah, I have heard of that. I'll lend it to you when I'm done. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's very salacious. Oh, good. <laughs> so you're laughing and giggling. <laughs> so you make your way out the door, uh-huh. uh, the back door. Yeah. Sneak out and um, walk down the street to the bus stop. Max is waiting there. Okay, I'm terrified of what's going to happen. Go He's on. wearing a suit. <laughs> you're terrified. Oh, by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way... The fuck am I gonna do with the book? Um, oh, I can't lock it in the window box because I have to be inside the window box to lock it. Do you carry it on you at all times? I think so. Yeah. It's up to you. Knowing now, not not prior to last night. Last, you know, before last night, I would leave it around, mm-hmm. not lying around, but I would stash it out yeah. of sight. Yeah, I'd put it in the window box mm-hmm. even if it wasn't locked. Right. You know. Right. Or slip it between a mattress or something, yeah. you know. Yeah. I can't risk it now. Okay. Now that I know what's what it contains, what's in it what, or you haven't even read the beginning. I mean, you haven't you just read the first couple sentences. <laughs> <It> went, <"Bah!"> <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Yeah. So I, I am carrying it with me, which means I'm probably I probably got like a shoulder bag of some okay. sort. You so know. you have your bag mm-hmm. and your. So Consuela says we should probably get some flowers if we're gonna. Go to this yeah, room. yeah, you're right. So you head to a little flower shop down the street, mm-hmm. and uh, and so you get some carnations, some pink carnations. Uh, that's what Consuela gets. Mm. Max gets like a one, like a red rose. He's like, isn't this what you're supposed to like put on like the casket? Like, yeah, yeah, that's right. So uh, she and Con- she uh, Consuela and Max are talking about it. Yeah. So what do you pick? Also, I was just gonna say. Maybe the um, the shoulder bag hmm. is something that Consuela bought for me as a gift. Oh yeah. So it's actually like one of my contemporary items. Items. I mean, I, you know, my clothes are relatively contemporary yeah. too. Yeah. But they're also very functional. Yeah. Like they're not fashionable. No. Whereas this is very fashionable. Like I'm picturing a a like a buckskin leather bag yeah. with, with tassels and beads on it. Yeah, definitely. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So. Anyway. So what flowers do you pick? What um, flower do you pick? I think I'm going to go with, with uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to follow Max's lead. You're going to get a rose? I'm going to get a single rose. Rose thorn. Single what red color? rose. Red? Yes. How romantic. I'll find the, the, the most blood red rose I can find. Okay. I can pick. Oh, all right. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I just, you've never met her in person or anything? No, no. Okay. Yeah. So... So Max is just shrugging, like, I guess it's yeah. going to be, well, this is going to be so weird. So you catch the bus, yeah. and suddenly you're at the cemetery, and there is, there are, there's throngs of people. Oh, wow. 
they're all different walks of life. Ooh. There's some like ratty looking like biker guys. <laughs> There's like <laughs> these really posh looking like older rich couple. Uh-huh. There's um, teenagers. There's middle-aged, elderly people. Uh, There's just all different types of people uh, who are all there, uh, all heading toward the little chapel uh, in the cemetery. And so you follow, you become part of this large mass of people. uh, And there's a line, like, pouring out of the chapel. uh, And so um, people are just talking, and there's people smoking, and... Um, some people have flowers like you do. Yeah. And um, so the sun's completely down. People have umbrellas. It's starting to drizzle a little bit. People are still waiting in line. They're, they will not be moved. They're like, no, no, we have to pay our last respects. So the memorial service takes place with most of the people outside. Yeah. And at the end of that, so they're kind of piping it out over yeah, the, yeah, the PA, and yeah. so you're all listening to people <laughs> eulogize. Yeah, eulogize Rose. At one point, you hear this this very strange monotone <laughs> voice of this older man yeah. saying, uh, I don't have much to say, except that Rose was my life and will always continue to be my life (laughs) and that's all he says Uh um and and so people like oh yes oh yes oh do you know who that is that's that's um rose's assistant yes 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 so people are mumbling talking about her Mm -hmm. and him and so then um over the pa the the funeral director says oh well thank you everyone for coming we don't want to cause a scene. We want to be respectful of of Miss Rose and her family, which is like, okay, her family. And and so we are going to have a single file line. Um, she, she will be there for you to pay your respects. You are allowed to be there for a couple seconds, and then you must walk away and then head out through this exit out of the chapel. Mm-hmm. So everyone's like, hmm, getting in line, getting in line. Some people are trying to cut in line in the front, you know. <laughs> yeah, and right. So you're all standing there, and Consuelo's like, this is so weird. This is so weird. Yes, it's like when Valentino died. Yeah, it's just so strange. Um, but, wow, this is going to be so weird. So the line starts to move okay. very slowly. Mm-hmm. It's drizzling. People are leaving. You see people starting to leave the chapel. Mm. You're moving up, moving up in line, moving up in line. So where are you in line? Are you in front of Consuela and Max? Are they ahead of you? or? Um, it is a single file line. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's becoming more single file as you yeah, get closer. Right, right, because I was sort of picturing Consuela yeah. being next to me. Yeah, at first for we'll, a little while. But then we'll get squeezed. Once you're closer, once you're closer to the door to enter the Just chapel. Gonna, you know, uh-huh. Press of people. Mm-hmm. Gonna randomize it here. Okay. One to five, I'm ahead of her. All right. Six to ten, I'm behind her. Mm-hmm. And then Max. Okay. Uh, I am ahead of her. Okay. So, you're walking... Do you want to scan the crowd at all? Are you... <laughs> what do you want to do? I mean, this is... Um, this is a large crowd of people. Mm-hmm. And I do... 
I do get something off of people's emotions. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So I think what I think during the during the service, mm-hmm. I was uh, I was doing a general read mm-hmm. on the area. I was. Um, well, I'm just doing what I what I yeah. what I do. Mm-hmm. Doing what I do, mm-hmm. which is scan and just looking for pale auras. Okay. Or sensing for pale auras, really. All right. Okay. And that would be one success. <laughs> Are you serious? One success, Bob. One success. Oh man. So you do see like a smattering of pale auras in the line a smattering mm-hmm. how many there's like a little clump at the top there's like one okay if you look behind you there's like two behind you that's still a lot though so all told probably about six people wow six kindred wow that's a lot yeah so i'm like hmm <laughs> that's honestly more canites in one area that i've seen this entire time yeah even though i know there's you know there's loads more than that there's loads more than that <laughs> yeah oh so, yeah i mean i know of the three or four in my immediate neighborhood mm-hmm. so this is like even more than than what i've got there's a large group of people though it's a large i mean I've compl- by the way i've completely avoided the cathedral have you oh yeah <laughs> oh. oh yeah yeah i haven't got anywhere near it yeah i haven't seen that guy around either oh okay have i yeah no i no. mean you haven't gone to mass or anything no so no. Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> so you're noticing just little, little bits of pale aura. I'm surprised by that. I'm surprised. Yeah. Overall, the aura is um, definitely silver. Mm. Um and um, yeah, just silver. Sad. <laughs> Saddest. Saddest. All right. All so. Right. So, slowly entering the Wee Chapel of the Dawn. Mm-hmm. You are suddenly hit by this wall of just rose, like it smells like roses. <laughs> it's, it's wall to wall. Oh, wow. Carpeted in roses, red, uh. white, yellow, pink, all dark, dark, burgundy, black. Yeah. There's just roses everywhere. Wow. All of these different arrangements. Her casket, which you're kind of starting to see, is just like blanketed in roses somehow, mm. somehow, mm-hmm. and it just smells. Like and there's, there's a wire under frame or something. Yeah, and then there's like candles everywhere. It's just it's illuminated by candles. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Um. Yeah. That's not very smart, but um, <laughs> I take that back. <laughs> Re- Rewind. It's all fake candles. There you go. It's all fake candles. With those, oh god, those horrible little, those little bad '60s orange, orange fake planes. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And they're all flickering, flickering. At the, almost at the same That's time. That's actually perfect. Yeah, I love yeah. it. Okay, I love it. sorry, I just realized that. Yeah. So, no, so yeah, all these fake candles. Yeah. And uh, and just yeah, gold sashes and ribbons like "We love you, Rose" mm. and forever in our hearts and all this kind of just it's wow. so ornate it's the most ornate thing you've ever seen yeah so you're walking up and people are sniffling and you see like like there's this group of biker dudes in front of you <laughs> and they're just sniffing and they're just like oh, she's so beautiful oh my god look at her 
Oh my god, she looks she looks as though she's still alive. She can't be dead. This isn't true. And they're just really, really breaking down. Wow. They're wearing like these leather jackets. Right. And they're just like clasping each other on the shoulders, like, it's alright, man. It's alright. Buck up. Come on. Yeah. And he's like, oh, come, on. come on, mad dog, get yeah, it together. Exactly, yeah, come on. <laughs> and um, so they kinda hobble over and they hobble away. Yeah. And yeah. they shake there's this wiry looking man standing uh, at the edge of right before you would leave the chapel and he is like kind of scattered like feathery gray hair mm. and he has a bit of a hangdog expression mm-hmm. and he shakes their hands oh yes thank you thank you very much for coming <laughs> so you're approaching this cast I don't think you've ever I've never heard you do a German accent before it's I, bad I'm enjoying it actually it's, oh, it's way better than your French accent <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, although although you did a good job, Marguerite, but still. Oh, barely. I didn't. I didn't do anything. Oh, that's did true. No. no, actually, I guess you didn't. I guess I just I just retconned that in my mind. Like, oh, I guess she'd have a French accent. <laughs> You're like, does he's so good at that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so so he's thank you, thank you. Yeah. So so they leave. Yeah. And so you step up. Yeah. So you're just lit with all this electric. Flame. Right. 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 And. You're looking down at, in the flesh, Rose Thorne. Mm. She looks remarkably, uncannily alive. Like, she mm. looks... She's the... Uh, no, not alive. She looks like the most... Preserved. Des- Desiree, slow down. She looks like the <laughs> most... I'm talking about Karen. I'm like, oh my god. She's the most vivid corpse. Yes. Vivid. Vivid corpse. It, it's the best way to describe it. She's so, um, it's like present. Mm. Like, even though she looks like it's a corpse, yeah. there's something about her that seems present. Mm. And, again, vivid. She's wearing this um, blue velvet mm. um, sweetheart neck. So it's like this, like um, curved neckline. Mm, mm-hmm. Of course, her right. breasts are in play. Yeah, she has these <laughs> bullet bra. Yeah, she's. It's this blue, dark blue velvet um, uh, bodice, mm. shoulder lit, like sleeveless. It's yeah. a, it's a yeah sleeveless off, top. Off the shoulder. Off, no, not off the shoulder. Uh. It's just this this sweetheart neckline. Oh, okay. That just kind of covers. It's like corset style. Yeah, yeah, But it's yeah, like yeah. blue and it's smooth yeah, velvet. Yeah. And then you see that it it cinches in at the waist. This really remarkably small waist. Yeah. With this like um, like uh, it's not chiffon. It's um. Oh, what is it? It's not taffeta. It's like. Ultra suede. It's not ultra suede. <laughs> it's like a tight. It's like netting. It's like netting, but nicer than that. Okay. It's like what is it? Why can't I think of it? Anyway, it's like what a ballerina would have, like a tutu, but tool? it's tool. Jesus Christ, tool. Like this tool, but it's yeah. lo- you could tell it's a longer skirt than uh-huh. than a, than a, a tool skirt. Yeah. So it's this like ice blue uh, like yeah. skirt that, and, and I mean you only see her like. Above, you know, yeah. essentially above the waist. Right, but I can see it disappearing yeah. down under the Right, and she's, lid. she's wearing this, like, diamond necklace with Ooh. this big, um, like, dark red ruby stone. Mm. And her strawberry blonde hair just spills out over the pillow, the, the silk pillow, just beautifully curled. Mm. Her makeup looks freshly applied. Like, it doesn't look like it's dried out. Mm. Her, her pal, she's very pallid. Mm. And, um... 
but her makeup looks freshly applied. Mm. It's very strange. Mm. Mm. It's unlike any corpse you've ever seen. Yeah. And you've seen a couple in your yeah. day. Yeah. So she's just laying there and in in she's holding in her she's holding these white calla lilies <laughs> against her chest. Mm-hmm. Um and the casket inside is like this pink um, satin, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's so ornate. Yeah. And so she's laying there and perception plus awareness. Awareness. Uh-huh. Okay. It's the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Okay. What do we got here? What do we got? What's the difficulty? Six. All right, two successes. So as you're staring at her, are you staring at her? Oh yeah. Taking what else am I gonna do? I don't know. <laughs> Did you want to put your flower down? <laughs> I'm filching the diamond necklace. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm setting the flower down. In her. Yes. So there's like a mountain of uh-huh, flowers uh-huh. that are like stacking up um, next to the coffin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you could swear that her lips part ever so slightly. She's not breathing. Right. That's not happening. But her lips part ever so slightly. And so now I'm firing up my aspects again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a botch, Bob. So again, you blink and think, oh, it's a trick of the light. It's this weird flickering right, electric right, candles. This right, is nothing. Right. But God, she looks good. She looks really good for being dead this long. <laughs> but God damn, does she look good. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm just, I'm, I, I, um, I'm so taken by it. I just, I, I, I start to think about reading her aura and then I'm just like, no. Hmm. I don't even want to know. Why not? She's just something so transcendently beautiful. <laughs> Shouldn't be fussed over or analyzed. Uh. There are some things kindred and kind are not meant to know. <laughs> That's what you think? <laughs> yes. Okay. So with that, you walk from yes. the coffin and you are approaching this tall man. Oh, yes. Who's standing there and yes. he looks down at you. Yeah. And... A flicker of recognition passes his face. Oh. Mm. And he extends his hands. I take them. All right, your hands are cold. Yes, it's cold outside. Yes, it is. <laughs> so he shakes your hands and uh, says, Thank you, little girl, for coming to this. Uh, Rose would have been very flattered. Well, uh, I think it's remarkable. Just remarkable the the outpouring of of love yes, that we see here. Yes, yes, she was very well loved. <laughs> Patting his hand. Yeah. So One. <laughs> by this time, Consuelo and Max have like kind of scooted up. They're suddenly like right yeah. by your side, yeah. like yeah, or like just like I want to get out of here. Yeah, yeah. It's like creepy. Yeah. So as you're leaving, you start chatting and mm. and uh, perception plus awareness. Difficulty? Difficulty six. Oh, wow. Jesus, where were you two minutes ago? Uh, seven successes. 
What? Yes. <laughs> so outside of the chapel, as you are exiting and Consuelo and Max are like, why did you see? I mean, she looked like she was still alive. I've never seen a body look like that. She looks amazing, you know? <laughs> Suddenly I go into Matrix bullet time. and <laughs> Yeah. And so, yeah. So you look over. Yeah. And you see there's this tall woman with dark red hair mm. wearing like a black turtleneck sweater black mini skirt she has an onk uh a necklace yeah she has like the again the really thick black eyeliner on yeah. top yeah and she's she's tall and has again long straight red hair mm. she's with a group of probably like seven people oh, six wow. or seven people okay and um her eyes are green and she you suddenly just make instant eye contact with her yeah and she looks at you yeah and you can tell the people around her are trying to get her attention like talk Mm. to her and like entertain her in Mm. some way Mm. and she's just staring at you Mm. (laughs) suddenly there's like a needle drop on some really loud acid rock yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah she's just kind of staring at you a little bit Oh, interesting. Like, how? I mean, I got the seven successes, so oh, what's my, she, she what's looks my read like, on her? She looks like she wants... She's just like, who the fuck are you? <laughs> so slightly hostile. Yeah, and uh-huh. like, where did you come from, and who do you think you are? Oh. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what gives you the right? And, um... What, uh, what gives you the right? <laughs> so, yeah. So, she's just, she's just, like, instant looking like, who the fuck is this? Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll mad dog her right back. Okay. Yeah. So, for, I want you to do. Um, <laughs> I'm a. Uh, okay. Wait, wait. I'm eighth generation, bitch. <laughs> you don't mess with me. So, um, let's do. We'll stare wits. down. Yeah, yeah, wits plus. Expression. Yes. Okay. Expression. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that sounded weird. So that's what I was called talking. Oh. Difficulty. Six. Two successes. Okay. Can I retroactively do a willpower spend just to boost yes. that up a little bit? Yes, that's fine. So three successes. Boom. Beat that. Oh. Beat that mysterious '60s woman. <laughs> mysterious. <laughs> With 60s. your black turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay. So I, this woman looks does not look familiar to me at all. Mm-mm. No. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so she holds your stare for as long as you do. Okay, which is basically until I'm out of the courtyard, Mm -hmm. essentially. Yeah, but you still feel like she's looking at you. (sighs) Whatever. So you're leaving leaving the cemetery? I mean, I don't want to, like... I don't want to be like, here, hold my beer and, like, go back in, you know? Like, <laughs> no, no, I know yeah. I can. No, you're on your way out. Yeah, that's what we came here for. Yeah. So, and we've probably been here, like, at least an hour and a half. Right, right. Know? Yeah, it's so, been a while. Yeah. So as you're leaving the gates, uh, you're leaving you're leaving through the gates of the cemetery. Yes. You suddenly hear a voice call out, and 
it says, leaving so soon. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't you want to see them bury her? <clears throat> Draco Malfoy appears. <laughs> <laughs> A wild Draco Malfoy. A wild Draco appears. Oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, it's that kid with the sunburned hair. <laughs> Malfoy. Um... So I'll look around. Mm-hmm. You know. And there you see that kid that you saw at the movie theater with his blonde hair just slicked, combed, slicked back. Yeah. Wearing a black suit. Yeah. And a white shirt and a black tie. Mm-hmm. But it all looks very neat. Yeah. And um, he's just holding on to a, a rose. <laughs> okay. He's there by himself. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I'll uh, I'll say uh, And so Max and Consuela also are like Who the fuck is, like, who's yeah. this They've forgotten they don't know Sure of course is. of course No they saw him for like a second mm-hmm. Before Um Just um I just Need to have a couple words And so they're like oh alright Sure I'll meet you down at the bus stop Okay, and so Consuelo's like. Well, then she's really looking at yeah. at this boy. Yeah. Like who the hell? Is it? Like what? <laughs> so Max and so Max is like. So what are you going to be for Halloween, Consuelo? Let's let's <laughs> talk about this. It's tomorrow, so you better have a good uh, you better have a good costume. Yeah. And so they're kind sexy of, phone booth, sexy tree. As <laughs> so they're talking. Sexy hard boiled egg. Mm-hmm. Um, so. <laughs> sexy hard boiled egg. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that just sunk in. <laughs> So I'll head over. I'll head over to him and say, uh, oh, it's you. Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember you. Mm-hmm. So I kind of, I'm looking at the people So yeah, people out. are leaving yeah. and talking and laughing and... I'll say, there's an awful lot of our kind here tonight. Oh, really? I've noticed. What brings you out? Oh, well. So he's looking at the crowd and everything. Well, the whole spectacle's rather alluring, don't you think? Hmm. Yes. I was just saying to my friends earlier, it reminds me of Valentino. So his eyes narrow. Yeah. And he says, You weren't here for that. No. No, I only saw the newsreel footage. So his, his face kind of relaxes. Because and... <laughs> he was, like, concerned that he had missed me. Like... Or, no, I don't know. You can read whatever you want into that. I, that's what I'm reading into it. It might have been something else, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, yeah, so there's nothing as grand as a Hollywood funeral. Mm. They really do it up. Yes, that's what I'm seeing. And that's why I came. But no, we're not staying for the burial. My friends have a curfew. Oh, that's right. So he's just standing there looking at you. So have you figured is, it, out- is it raining still? or is it's, it, it's stopped. It's stopped. Okay. So have you figured out what you're going to do in this town? I don't think I'll be here long. 
Oh, no? No. It's not to your liking? It's not that. I came here for a very specific reason, and... Well, I'm almost... I'm almost... done. You really think so? You think it's that easy? I've been around long enough. I know it's never as easy as it seems. But I don't know. I can't see much of a future for myself here. Why not? There's plenty to do, and there's so many people. That's true. Well, if you have a useful, I don't know, I don't know if you like to do art or anything like that, but if you want to, then just think about it and I'll show up. Very well. I still don't know your name. I'm not going to tell you that. Then he walks away. (laughs) (sighs) You'll miss your bus, he says as he's walking away. (laughs) Yes. I'll watch him go. I'll turn and head down to the bus stop. Okay. So you hop on the bus. Mm Mm-hmm. And so Max... Last minute. (laughs) Yeah. so, (laughs) So Max and Consuela... Who was that? Uh, I'm not entirely sure if that makes any sense. It doesn't. Why is he talking to you? Do you know him? In a manner of speaking. It's weird. He's really just giving me the creeps. He's so strange. He's just staring at us. It was odd. Well, there were a lot of strange personages at that funeral. It's true. Oh, did you see those, like... There were those biker guys. They were ahead of you? Yes. Oh my god, they were they were more upset than we were. I know. It was strange. It was strange. It's odd. What sort of company did she keep, I wonder? Oh, I don't know. Seems like she just I guess a lot of different people liked her movies. That could be. says, yeah. So <laughs> you're talking about this. Uh. So uh So they wanna go eat. Damn it. We're hungry. Didn't they have dinner already? They want to eat food. They're growing children. So they say, we're going to go to Clifton's, and you have to come with us this time. You don't have to eat anything, because I know that your stomach is very sensitive, which is what you told me. Yes. But you're coming to Clifton's with us, because you have to see the inside of this place. It's so cool. Very well. So you drop off, you get off the next stop, and you head to this cafeteria it says mm-hmm. clifton's cafeteria mm-hmm. and there's just like downtown downtown mm-hmm. it's just sort of neon sign very nondescript front when you walk into the into the restaurant itself mm. it's just all like pine it's very like dutch modern mm. looking mm. it has black trim with pink Vinyl upholstered chairs and benches. Danish modern, you mean? Danish modern, yeah. Yeah. Du- oh, sorry. <laughs> Dutch modern. <laughs> Danish modern, I meant. <laughs> I'm dumb. No, you're not. So, um, yeah. So it's just this very. Um, but with, with but with these weird piney accents. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, and it's just incredibly. Yeah, it's just pink and black and. 
it's just very and there's little palm trees inside of it actually yeah I'm sorry the exterior is very um, the exterior is incredibly bright Mm. Um, it actually looks like a little marquee, almost like a movie theater. Oh. It kind of juts out with this white um, rectangle kind of box type oh, right. sign. Uh-huh. And it says Clifton's Cafeteria Across. Underneath, it's lit by these inset, mm-hmm. you know, round, mm-hmm. um, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, tube lights, I guess. Okay. And then you can walk in and... It's very, um, it has Clifton's in script on the glass. So there's there's glass windows across. Mm-hmm. When you walk inside, um, and in fact, the, the sidewalk is like a mosaic, oh, too. Wow. It's beautiful, just art deco with like starbursts and flowers. Yeah. And it's very pretty. Yeah. And when you get inside, it's, uh, let me get more focused here. I had this up. <laughs> Um, yes, when you walk inside, it has, like I was saying, it was like the pink vinyl, black trim, yeah. uh, very white, um, pine, light wood, these gold chandel, these gold, like very modern, um, kind of shell chandeliers. Mm. They're not, they're just completely like these lamps that are just metal all around. There's no... It, there's no like um, I can't describe things very well. Uh, they're kind of like bells. Okay. You know. Yeah. Bell-shaped chandeliers. There's yeah. The occasional plant. Okay. And there's also this really long bar, where um, where there are waitresses and servers there. You see like a cabinet, a little where there's cake and pie and all that kind of stuff. Mm. There's booths across from this, like the single bench seats. Mm. Uh, and that's that's what you see when you walk in, and so they're all very. I am in awe. Yes, <laughs> so it's just like unlike anything you've ever seen. And there's there's a bunch of people inside. Everybody's yeah. talking very loud. Even on a Sunday night. On a Sunday night, yeah, yeah. people are enjoying themselves, and uh, so they you all get seated at a booth pretty quickly, and then. Uh, good. Good. This make me hungry, by the way. Oh, I'm sorry. Go on. And then they order, <laughs> they order their food, and they're like, you know, you don't want anything, not even water, but. No. It's fine. It's fine. So. Don't mind me. All right. So they feel a little self-conscious. Yeah. Yeah. And so that you're just eating and talking. So you're sitting in this little booth. So Max is across from the both of you. You're both sitting yeah. on a bench next to each other. You're closest to the window. Uh-huh. And uh, Consuelo's right next to you and Max is sitting across. Okay. So Max orders like a hamburger, fries. Consuelo- by the way. The more the more time you're spending on these mundane descriptions, the more terrified I'm becoming. So carry on. <laughs> what? I'm just waiting for the other shoe to drop. Oh my goodness! Go what on. ever gave you that idea? Nothing. Nothing at all. So, so Max ordered a hamburger. What did Consuela get? She got um she got like um I don't know some fried chicken or whatever. Oh okay. Damn it! Now I'm really hungry. Oh. Uh, Go on. So. So they're eating their food and they're talking and talking about the funeral and like, oh my god, those flowers and the coffin and oh my god, did you see her dress and like everything she was wearing? Yeah. I think I'm kind of staring out the window because I'm trying not to look at the food because mm-hmm. it kind of makes me a little ill. Mm-hmm. And um, and also I'm just still thinking about my run-in with that weird kid and mm. just the, the weirdness of that. Like, they're talking about the, the whole wake 
in mm -hmm. like a much more kind of human way. I'm thinking about it in just this like really weird like I saw her lips move. I know I saw her lips move. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to convince myself otherwise. It's like I know weird shit happens in this yeah. world, this world of darkness. Yeah. And uh, you know, so I'm just like oh, so weird. And I couldn't I couldn't bring her, bring myself to read her aura. Like why why is that? Was mm. I under the influence of something? So I just I'm having all these deep thoughts. Mm. You know? Okay. So as you're thinking that, looking out the window, the rain started up again. Mm. And so people are walking by the street pretty hurriedly mm -hmm. and uh, walking to and fro. And you see someone that's standing by the curb. So you see the park, the cars are parked along the curb. There's someone and then there's like the meters. Mm -hmm. You see someone standing by the meter. Okay. And it's Bernard. And he's watching you. Wow. And he's not really trying to, like, hide himself. Nope. So does he see me see him? Mm-hmm. So I'll straighten up a little bit. He nods to you. In a, in a benign way. So I turn to Max and Consuela, and I say, oh, I, um, I have to visit the powder room. Oh. All right, so Consuela has to get up, yeah. move out of the way, <laughs> yeah. let you go. All right, I'll be back. Oh, hurry back, we're almost done. Yes. And so I, I slip away and, you know, kind of make like I'm heading into the interior <laughs> of the, the yeah. cafeteria. Uh -huh. and then whoop, turn around, right. head out. Mm -hmm. uh, obviously, I couldn't bring my umbrella with me without looking totally obvious, so I'll just head out under the marquee, mm -hmm. and I'll kind of be scoping for him out in the rain. Okay. He's gone. Damn it. Strange. Strange, strange. Huh. All right. Okay, so you head back. Yep. As you're turning back, you see a little white envelope. Oh. That's um, affixed to the front of the cafeteria, like under where you were sitting. Oh, all There's right. There's a little white envelope there. It says Charlotte on it. Oh, shit. All right, so I'll, <laughs> I, like, appear outside the window. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can, I, can I stealth my yeah, way over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see here. I'll spend a point of willpower because I don't feel like explaining myself. Uh, two and two. Um... If it's difficulty six, I got three successes. All right, it is six. So four successes total. Great. So I just I just very quickly nip over and just grab it. Okay. And then run back under the marquee. Okay. And brush brush the water off of me mm -hmm. that got on me. Mm -hmm. And then run my finger under the envelope, open it up. Oh. It says, "Dear Charlotte, I'm so glad I found you. I've been looking for you ever since our train trip." I've gotten a lot better, but I need more. Ooh. I'm staying at the Roosevelt Hotel. Bernard. Uh, the Roosevelt Hotel. Mm-hmm. So I fold up the uh, letter and stick it back in the envelope. Head back into the restaurant. Okay. I think I have committed that to memory. <laughs> Bernard. <laughs> no, Bernard. Roosevelt <laughs> Hotel. <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll just drop the uh, the letter in the trash. Oh, all right. 
So they're wrapping up, and they're, you can see Max is paying the bill. Mm-hmm. It's very generous of him. Again? Yeah. Money bags. Yeah, well... He, he makes a lot of money working that job. He works a lot. So you head back to the bus stop, okay. and uh, Consuelo's like, well, that was quite something. And tomorrow's Halloween. It's going to be so fun. Mm-hmm. So let's, let's head back, because my mom's going to be worrying. Yes, of course. It's, uh, oh, yes, it's terribly late. Okay, so by now it's probably like 10. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. So it's just kind of walking distance, isn't it? I mean, yeah. this is like. Yeah, it is. It's like on Broadway. Yeah, distance. it is on Broadway. Yeah. Uh-huh. So you're going to head back. Yeah. You're walking. So Max uh, walks you all back to your house. Okay. And then he walks back to about time. Yep. And so you head in. Yep. And um, stealth. <laughs> stealth it up. Yeah, okay. Uh, difficulty six. Mm-hmm. Three successes for me. All right. So, by your stealth, uh, your stealth skills, you help Consuela be stealthier. Mm. So you make your way creeping back into your rooms, and uh, you creep back, and Emma's there sleeping. Mm-hmm. And back you go. So, what do you want to do? The rest of the evening. Yeah, we have the rest of the evening. Um, hmm. I'm just wondering where Mazarine is <laughs> and how I might contact her. Hmm. I'm wondering if that's something that uh, Lucille just neglected to tell me. What? You know, like if there's a, a secret salubri code. <laughs> secret salubri. Yeah. Secret squirrel. <laughs> secret squirrel. Yeah, there's just like some kind of weird... Uh, I mean, I, I discovered how to read invisible script earlier tonight so mm-hmm. or the other night right so uh you know i'm just kind of hmm. so i think i'll just uh i'll sit in my window box mm-hmm. on the window box mm-hmm. and look out at the rain mm-hmm. thoughtfully mm-hmm. and um you know of course later on tonight i'll be making my rounds oh right <laughs> so you're gonna make your rounds. Yeah. So yeah. we can go through that. Around three in the morning. Uh huh. Yeah. You want me to make like a do a full on hunting roll? And, mm-hmm. Okay. Because what herd does is it basically just reduces your your hunting difficulty. Right. If the storyteller should be so cruel as to call for a hunting roll. What? What? Nothing. <laughs> nothing. Nothing at all. Uh. Okay. Oh, so. don't even start that. How many times did you tell me to like, okay, do hunting? Because that was a uh, that was a like a critical aspect of Aaron's uh, experience, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, so. Uh, so yeah, you're gonna set the base difficulty, and then we're also gonna determine what what dice I'm gonna roll. Okay. Um, now, so I'm being I'm being creepy and stealthy. Yeah. So I think uh, I think stealth would uh, would apply. Yes, definitely. And what wits maybe? Mm, you think? Yeah. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's it's less about less about being dexterous and more yeah. about being um, smart. Smart. Yeah. Exactly. So stealth plus wits. Difficulty is. Do you want me to give you some benchmarks? Yes. So a slum neighborhood or the rack, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, would be difficulty four. Lower income or bohemian neighborhood is difficulty five. Downtown business district is six. 
Suburb is seven. Heavily patrolled area is eight. I want to say seven. Yeah. So with my herd, that reduces it to six. Mm -hmm. And wow, three successes. Wow. Seven, seven, seven. Okay, great. I did another full house. Three sevens and two fours. Aw, <laughs> cool. All right. So you make your way through the house. Mm-hmm. And you are moving from room to room. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm just, I'm, I'm doing my anesthetic touch each time mm -hmm. to uh, put them into a deeper sleep mm -hmm. and free them of any pain they might feel from the blade. And that's I, successful. The, I have the blade in my hand, mm -hmm, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then I'm... Um, taking my the blood from them. Mm -hmm. I'm probably there's three of them, mm -hmm. and if I want a net gain of one, I can get away with just doing one blood point each. Okay, right? Because I'm oh no wait I can't do that. I have to spend a blood point each time I do anesthetic touch. Right. So you have to take two. I have to take two, and mm -hmm. then that results in a net gain of one. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, mm -hmm. yeah. So there you go. So as you're leaving the last room, uh -huh. quietly shutting the door, quietly shutting the door, your back is to the hall. Uh huh. And you bump up against someone. What? Mm hmm. A a large someone. <laughs> Larger than you. An adult. An a adult. grown person. Mm hmm. And their hands rest on your shoulders. No. <laughs> what? Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? 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 <laughs> so, so I bump into them and they put their hands on my shoulders. Yes. Okay. And, I, I, okay. And Go you on. smell yeah. this perfume. Okay. Which is Marguerite's perfume. Uh, so I crane my head around. Uh-huh. And she's looking down at you. Good evening. What do we have here? Mademoiselle Foucault. Let me walk you back to your room. It's been too long. Mm. So you're the one who's been doing this. I've noticed that some of our borders are a little more when than usual. I don't take very much. The fact that you're taking any at all. That's for you to figure out, like we all do. So by this time you've booted up, you're booted back up to your room. <laughs> <laughs> she punts punt you over the stairs. That's right. No, she she escorts you back to your to your door. All right. And says you must be more careful. And don't, please, please try to control yourself. And she walks away. <laughs> Crisis. <laughs> All right. I head back in. Mm -hmm. Shut the door behind me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, it's at this point, it's like 4.30. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to do? Not okay. really. Yeah. So, you head back. Day goes by. It's 31st. Oh, oh we're, we're going there. Yep. We're going there. You had a lot planned for tonight. I know too much. Okay. Oh, <laughs> um, no, we're we're rounding the we're rounding the, okay. the corner. Okay. Yeah, just want to make sure we're not keeping you up too late. Oh, uh, it's too late already. Oh my god. All right, so I'm taking you to the point of no return. <laughs> so the morning gives way 
to the afternoon, which gives way to the evening, which gives way to you waking up. Yes. In your window seat. Yes. You are in your window seat. I am. Correct. That's been established. Okay. I have the book with me. You have by the book the way. with you. Yeah, no, I know you do. <laughs> you buy the buy. Oh, I know. All right. So you open up the the cup the I don't know. The lid. lid? The lid. Christ. The lid. The lid. And you open the lid up. And uh, Emma's in the room. Okay. And she says, oh, hello. Good evening. Yes. Good evening, Emma. Miss Emma. Mm-hmm. How are you? I'm How was right. your day? It was long. It's all right. Long day. Well, you should rest up. Ah, uh, yes. I will. Did you get that thing I asked you to get? No, I don't know. <laughs> Which thing? Oh, well, I don't know. Am I going to any Halloween parties or anything? I Have I been know. invited? Has anyone invited me? No. <laughs> no, no, people are mostly, like, trick-or-treating, I think. That's uh, true. All right. Yeah, no, you know, just make sure you rest up if you need anything. Well, all right. Sure. So, um, so what do you want to do? I mean, I'm going to head down to the phone booth. All right. So as you're heading down to the phone booth, you see at the bottom of the stairs, there is a, a woman, um, middle-aged, mm. probably in her early forties, blonde, okay. um, with a bun mm. wearing just a nice basic dress. Yeah. And next to her is this little girl okay. who looks like she's like eight years old. Right. And she has, um, she's wearing a beautiful little, um, dress that looks kind of a little old-fashioned mm. has little puffed short sleeves she's wearing <laughs> pearls right. her hair is perfectly quaffed okay. um curved under she looks a little pallid she's wearing little gloves white gloves <laughs> okay. she's wearing um little ankle socks with little um lace around them with little black patent leather mary janes okay and uh and so this, they're standing next to each other, and it looks like they're getting checked into the boarding house mm. by Mrs. Acevedo. Mm. Mm. So the little girl walks up to you and says, I didn't know there was another little girl here. Wow. Full circle. <laughs> <laughs> Just reminded me of when, when I checked in and I met, uh, met up with uh, Consuela. Mm-hmm. So I just, I, you know, kind of look at her and say, oh, yes, yes, Charlotte Winchester, pleased to meet you. Hand out. Okay. Perception plus awareness. What was that? I don't know. He was just very musical the way he said that. So. <laughs> I was just riffing. I was doing some jazz riffing there. Uh, difficulty? Uh, six. <laughs> One success. <laughs> so her hands are ice cold. Oh. <laughs> Listen, kid, you're, you're muscling in on my racket. There's some niche protection in this chronicle, see? <laughs> so her hands are ice cold. Ice cold, eh? And, well. she, and then she notices, too, when she touches your hand. Like, what? <laughs> turns into a very long and uncomfortable handshake <laughs> that just keeps going. No. no. Um, All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna aspect her. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. 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 That may be the best Auspex roll. Oh. In the history of Auspex rolls. Are you serious? I got six successes. You did? Yes. Oh, no. So let's let's discover what that does. I can. Oh, I can read you for filth. Um, I can distinguish the shade. I can distinguish the main color. I can recognize the color patterns. I can detect subtle shifts and identify mixtures of color and pattern. Here we go. Okay. All right. So the aura is pale. Of course. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yes. The aura go on. is the aura is pale. All right. There is, let's see, you see a, um, it's light green aura. Distrustful. And black. Black. And Hateful? And within that black, there are veins of contrasting black. Diablerist. And... They are um, definitely, uh, yeah, definitely kind of hypnotic, a little hypnotic, not that much. Psychotic. <laughs> <laughs> kind of swirling, but not, not crazy, cray, not fully activated, oh, man. but just slightly. This is, um... But she's looking at you so sweetly. Like, she's the sweetest little thing that ever existed. Wow. Okay. And she so. says, she turns to her mother, I've met another little girl. And then she, the woman looks over at you. Yeah. Did you want to check her out? Since you got a success. So when you're, when you focus your laser beam eyes on her, <laughs> <laughs> she, um, you're seeing, uh, there's just kind of pale blotches on her aura. Is she, is she, uh, oh, okay, I gotcha. So she's uh, a ghoul. Mm. She looks like Emma when I look at her. Maybe, yeah. yeah. And you can see that she has, um, it's kind of like a white noise, like staticky looking aura. Static. Static is, uh, and with anxious. Some silver and white. Sad and innocent. Oh man, tragic, tragic! I tell you, mm -hmm. mother, I, I I met another little girl, and I hope that we'll be the best of friends. <sighs> well, and she says, and she says, yes, yes, Babette, I Babette, I hope, <laughs> I hope that's true too, and um, and yeah, it's it's uh, yeah, I'm that's that's a good thing. <laughs> and so Babette turns back to you, and she says, oh. Um, I can't wait to play with you. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> Listen, Missy, only I can do the double entendres about vampirism. <laughs> All right. So, so I'm, I'm, wait, I want to voluntarily make a roll. Okay. I want to roll something plus expression to hide the icy terror. Manipulation. Okay. That is running down the back of my spine right now. Because mm. I don't want her to know that I have an inkling of what kind of monstrosity she is. How do you know she's a monster? 
<laughs> so, <laughs> oh, I don't know. She's only a psychotic, diabolizing, uh, what, what, hateful, <laughs> hateful, uh, distrustful. Dark-sided. She's dark-sided. <laughs> I'm spending a willpower, too. Okay. And thank God I did. So I get one success. Oh. I'm barely holding on. I'm barely holding on. Okay. But I manage this very weak smile, and I'm just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> I'll show you all the sights. Are you new in town? I am. Yeah, we just got here. Excellent. I've never been to California before. Oh, what brings you out here? Oh, Mommy has some business to attend to here. I see. And then suddenly, like, there's an echo, like, yes, yes, I have business here that, uh, I'm, that I'm taking care of. And so she keeps, you know, signing different things. And right, right. Signing the uh, uh-huh. lease or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever one signs at a boarding house. Mm-hmm. Well, um, terribly, terribly wonderful to meet you, Bevis. <laughs> Yes. So Consuela walks up. Yes. And Babette turns her attention to... Con- <laughs> Don't you look at her! <laughs> <laughs> She's lying! Yeah, so, so, oh... <laughs> you keep your meat hooks off of her. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so Babette turns to Consuela and says, oh, Are you a princess? Oh, Jesus Christ. You're so beautiful. <laughs> and Consuela's like, Uh, no. And she's. you notice that Consuela's not wearing a costume. Oh. Does she look sad? She does. She looks sad. Yeah. And so, um, and so you see Mrs. Acevedo look up at Consuela and yeah. then goes back to attend- tending to Babette's mother. Mm. And Babette's like, you look like a princess. And Consuela's like, oh, yeah, no, I'm definitely not a princess. And so she turns to you and says, so do you want to go to a movie tonight? I would love to. All right. Let's go. You read about the Jungle Book, right? Yes. Let's go see that. I just want to see a cartoon, just something silly. Okay, fine. All right, so she links arms with you. Yeah. And she says, I'm going to the movies. <laughs> and then you... <laughs> Very loudly. Yeah, you leave out and slam the door. <laughs> do you look back? I think I do. You see little Babette looking out the door, their beady little eyes. Oh, my God. Narrowing as you walk out. So you head to the Mayan theater. That's where it's playing. And you go to see the Jungle Book. All right. And as you're watching the Jungle Book. Yes. There's a scene that takes place where Mowgli is being sung to by a very special snake. (laughs) And the song is about trust. Yes. And... I'm not sure if this brings up any thoughts or feelings in you as you're watching this take place. Oh, terribly so. Terribly so. Yes. Yes. What? In what way? Um, well, first of all, it's been kind of a running theme in my life the last seven months. Mm-hmm. Who to trust. And trusting mm-hmm. who says who to trust. Mm-hmm. So there's that. And, um, I don't know. There's just a lot of... If there's one thing I've learned, Mm. if I may flash ahead to the experience section. Wait, not yet. If there's one thing I've learned, it's, uh, don't... 
Don't take anybody by their outward appearances. Mm-hmm. So, the the film is flickering, the light's yes. flickering across your face as yes. you're watching the action, and yes. people are giggling and laughing at the action on the screen, and mm-hmm. Consuela seems just as thoughtful as you. <laughs> and she takes your hand mm. and turns to you mm. and says, Marguerite told me what you are. Oh, shit, Marguerite, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Uh, people keep outing me, man. It's not cool. Uh, all right. Great. <laughs> Am I predictable now? Many highs and lows. Am I predictable like in terms of like creating those little sock you in the face moments? What? I don't know. I just, I don't want to be like so predictable where I'm constantly doing these weird, crazy ass cliffhangers. Please. I'm just checking. I scoff. I scoff at yourself. I'm feeling, first I was feeling really confident. Now I'm feeling kind of back on the bottom rung again. All right. That's pretty typical for running. Okay. Good. It's a constant cycle of self-congratulation and (laughs) self-loathing. So. Self-loathing. I didn't say it was self-loathing. I was doubting. Give it time. Give it time. (laughs) Self-doubting. God, I hate myself for how perfect I am. I mean, if you're predictable, then I'm predictable. You know. Well, I've learned from watching you. That's right. (laughs) All right. Where did you get this? Where did you get this cliffhanger ending? (laughs) I learned it by watching you. (laughs) (laughs) Ugh. The baby boomer dad stares in horror. Uh, oh, what have I done? What have I done to my kid? Oh, God. All I right. just wanted to get all high. <laughs> all right. Let's get into our... Let's get into our... Experientials. Yes. So... Okay. You get one point. It's the end of this chapter. Yeah. We're, we're doing chapter experience, too. A story, you mean. I mean, story experience, yes. too. But anyway, yes. One point for end of chapter. Yes. Uh, what have you learned... Like I said, um, I'm learning that that obviously the theme of this first story was trust, mm. um, and and who to put it in, who to place my trust upon, and um, and I still don't really know the answer, honestly, mm. apart from myself. Yeah, I'm feeling very I'm feeling very gangrely. What? Feeling like a loner. Why? Can't trust anybody. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, I feel pretty good about about um, a couple people, you know, like yeah. Wilma's okay, and mm-hmm. I mean, even Mazarin, I'm not entirely sure about, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but um, also I learned there's a, a little vampire girl I need to murder. <laughs> Very soon. <laughs> a little vampire girl. Just straight up murder. So. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh man, that was that was crazy ass. Really? Yeah, that was good. Okay. All right. So you get a point for role playing. You did a great job, oh, as usual. Every time you. I start thinking, I'm like, God, she, like Charlotte's just so like dowdy and like old fashioned and stuffy. I'm like, yeah, that's. You're playing her perfectly. That's what that's how I'm playing her. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I know. It's yeah. cool. Uh, no hero- heroism. No. Really at no, all. No. So we're at the end of the story. Okay. Um, bonus points in general. So 
part of your goals, what, what were the goals that you kind of detailed um, last time? Charlotte's goals were as follows. Oh, and as far as what I wrote to Max, we never really got back around yeah. to that. Um, I think it was just like I wanted to let him know that um, I was cool with him and like I looked forward to forging a friendship with him or something like yeah, that. that I was, I was trying to like, I was trying to kind of reach out to him and just kind of let him, you know, like create a, a connection with him, basically. Okay. So well, yeah, I think that's, okay, that's fine. It was sort of like a, an introductory letter. Right. There wasn't anything major. Right. You know. Right. Okay, so I, uh, goal number one was to find the book. Okay, so you did. Check. So, okay. Goal number two, figure out how to feed regularly. Which you did. Yes. Yes. As imperfect good. as it was. Yeah, no, it's, it's working. And goal number three is form a bosom friendship with Consuela. Which you have. So I'm going to give you two points oh, for the end you. of the story. Yeah. Since you managed to pull all of that out within one episode. <laughs> right, yeah. It's like, uh, a, like a plane yeah. falling out of the sky that yeah. I just barely managed to pull up. Yeah. So, yeah, you get two points for that. Okay. And I guess that's everything. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, what's the end of chapter? I mean, what are the end of the chapter? Uh, what end of the story? That was rather? it. That was it. It's just you go through your goals. One point for success, danger. If you survived against harsh odds and grave dangers, which I did. You feel like you did? In the story? Yeah. Survived against grave dangers. Oh, yeah, I guess so. <sighs> uh, hello. I mean, the vines. Oh, not the vines. The uh, the the twins. The weird twins. Okay, you get a point for that. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. What else? And then the player and thus the character came up with a brilliant plan or even a spontaneous strategy to, that enabled the coterie to survive and it would have likely failed otherwise, which you haven't done yet. Yeah, see, now that's fine, okay. yeah. All right, because you don't really have a coterie at this point. Well, the coterie is me. I'm a coterie of one. Yeah. So sure. it would be like if I came up with a brilliant plan to save my ass at any point. Yeah. And it's yeah. like I gave you that point, I think, when uh, for the story where Aaron wrote the script. That, mm -hmm. that pulled uh, <laughs> yeah. that pulled yeah. on out. You know? Right, like, right. That was very much an yeah. example of that. Okay. A brilliant scheme. So. Yeah, what can I say? <laughs> All right, so well, cool. Great. this was enjoyable. Yes. I mean, it, I, I'm just going to do my own assessment. Okay. I, I feel like I've dragged a little bit in places. What, tonight's session or yeah. the story in general? No, I mean, I don't think the story's dragging. No, I don't do either. No. no. But maybe my energy was a little low. Your energy was a little low, but it was fine. Yeah. I thought it went well. Okay, well, great. There, I gave you a lot of stuff. You did give me a lot of stuff. That's a lot of things to yeah. think about. I mean, I have to contact Bernard. Well, I have that. to uh, figure out what the fuck to do with this book. How to get in touch with Mazarine. Mm -hmm. I have no idea. Unless I re-listen to this episode and go, oh, wait, she made it completely obvious. <laughs> uh, then I've got a, there's a killer in the midst now. A killer? Yes, Babette. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Oh, my God. Yeah, Normal has moved in. <laughs> um, what? what? I don't need that Garfield reference in my life right now. <laughs> All right, what else? And, uh, yeah, you know, that mysterious young boy whose name I, I haven't learned yet. Uh, He's not Keeps turning up like a bad penny. What? So... <laughs> Oh my god, it's been months since you've seen him. I know, I know. And I know some of these are, are just kind of walk-ons and others are uh, more substantial. And that's actually one, one thing I want to tell you mm. by way of positive reinforcement is I don't necessarily know 
I don't necessarily know who are the cameos versus who are the main plot characters until things develop a little bit more. So, mm-hmm. uh, well done there. Oh, thanks. Yeah, and That's I've been good. enjoying even the, the little cameos and stuff. Oh, Rose Thorne. Fore- foreshadowings. I just like the idea of Karen planning her whole funeral out. And <laughs> every detail, last detail. Yeah. That she wants. Yeah. Like, if she's going out, she's going... She's done this before. Right. And, like, it's like, okay... Um, this is how I want my funeral this time. <laughs> so funny. And she just lays there and then, like, just absorbs all the adoration yeah. that, like, everyone's giving yeah. her. Like, like, the biggest challenge is for her not to start smiling. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like, so, yeah. So. Oh, man. I just thought that would be fun to do. That was super fun. Because we that love Karen. Great. We do. <laughs> so, yeah. So. Is it canon that she died in 67? Or was that um, kind of left up in the air? It's in up in the air because Rose Thorne was the last incarnation before Karen. Oh, so she lies low for a decade or so. Two. Yeah, that's true, actually. Like, maybe 15 years. Well, yeah, I always figured she started her, her Mistress Black thing in the early 80s. So, exactly. yeah, about 15 years. Yeah. yeah. So she waits, yeah. and then she comes back. That's great. Yeah. I love it. So, yeah, but she was definitely more of, like, again, like, more of, like, a Tina Louise. Right. Marilyn Monroe type right. at that point and it, she's like this is done <laughs> I'm way too voluptuous yeah, for current like trends I can't, like it's not going anywhere good for me so we might as well I, end it now I have another producer tell me I'm fat you know yeah basically <laughs> yeah. Like, screw this screw this so yeah so yeah. she planned it all out that's great yeah I'm glad you took the bait, though. <laughs> I was like, if you're like, oh, yeah, oh there's no so way sad. I would not have taken that bait. All right, all right. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Well, thanks again. Thank you. And uh, yeah, uh, anytime any listeners are in LA, visit Clifton's Cafeteria. Yeah, it's something else. Something else. It's also, the Hollywood Cemetery. Yeah, Forever Hollywood. Cemetery. And you know what? I'm going to try and find an actual tuneful rendition of that song. No, Charlotte's little bedtime song. Oh, good. So, I do. will cease to resist. Trust in me and just in me. 
Ruf.